You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Today's episode is brought to you by MyBookie. For all your betting needs this season, check out MyBookie. Use promo code YKWD and they'll double your first deposit. You play, you win, you get paid. You know what, dude? What's up, old school YKWD? The original first intro music I've ever had done to me, uh, made for me by my friend uh, Joe DeRosa and his multi-talents on a keyboard with a drum machine and his little lyrics. (laughs) Uh, And it's only fitting because Joe DeRosa is here right now on the YKWD, old school, back in the day. Where it all started before them all, by the way. What's up, dude? Yeah. Me and Joey D back in NYC, the place to be. <laughs> God. Working it like a busy bee. <laughs> My name's Kelly. I'll bring it to you now, fresh on the mic. Let me. Before you bang a dike, because I know the way you roll, you like it anyway. And that's why you're half gay. This bit. Oh, this, shit. This, this What's bit. up with that? Stop it. You can't roll with it. <laughs> this bit you're doing. This bit, you're, you need to know this. There's this no, bit you're doing. There's no bit. No, what you're doing right now. I just freestyled in your face I, and you're nervous. This is what would happen. But Because I started in a black room. Yeah. This is what old white guys would go up and do. Yeah. And then the black people would laugh at them and go, that's, yeah. so, that's so funny how white they are. Oh, good. I'm glad I have three white listeners <laughs> and they're cracking up right now. So, so your fan base is old black people? Old white people. It's like ministers and shit. What's up, brother? It's great to well, see you. That was actually pretty good. You know that was all right. For for a guy that's never done it, yeah, it wasn't. Buddy, you yeah. don't even know me, man. I've been fucking Stop. mixing it up. <laughs> I've been mixing it up for a long time, man. I was in juvie, dude. <laughs> Ooh, that was almost like a like an EDM uh, beatbox. You know what bugs me? What? About... Me? <laughs> no, no, not about you. Just about podcast studios. What? The knickknacks. Yeah, the knickknacks go. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcast studio, it's like, look at the years we've been on. Somebody oh. gave us this zany thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, the knickknacks are all going. Where are they going? We are redesigning this whole studio. What are you doing to it? It's a great, I honestly think it's a great studio. We are making this into a, a beautiful, Almost <coughs> Apple Store esque, like 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 glass counter. You mean like slick and white and shit? Well, just nicer, a little yeah. more, a little more neutral. I got you. A little more. We can have other shows up here, and it's not just you know take. I mean, you have a <laughs> twelve foot high face of mine. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. By the way, 
My uh, wife already told me to go fuck myself. I mean, Jesus Christ. Somebody painted that, dude. It's, I love it. It's beautiful. I think it's going to have to go in my shed. That's what I was going to say. Why, where else would you? I mean, that seems like the perfect place for it. Is I just shed. don't want because I smoke in there. I don't want it to get ruined. I don't think. I'm going to have to be more successful so I can get a room. First of all. Let's not talk about it like it's a fucking Monet piece. <laughs> Please, no direct sunlight on it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't think smoke, honestly, I don't think smoking cigars will. Um, dude, you're not. That is, I understand why people say that. That is like, if it's constant, dude, you're not in there 24 7 smoking cigars, man. Uh, I smoke a lot of cigars in there. Really? In the wintertime, yes. Um, yeah. I bet you it's fine. Talk to an art person about it. Talk not, to the guy who painted the fucking but thing. Listen, you went from not giving a fuck about it to giving a fuck. Now I got to contact an art person. Make up your mind, Joe. I'm saying. You're a flip-flopper. <laughs> if you, you don't. Flip, you called it a, not a Monet. Now you tell me to call an art person? <laughs> well, who the fuck who? When you're going, we, you got to wear gloves call? when we move it. Well, Liz is fucking blowing up my phone. Liz, you're, what's up? We're live. I'm, I'm totally up shit creek. Can DeRosa do a spot real quick? I started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have nobody. Yeah, he never, he never gets spots. I'm, it's like a I got a spot then- Tuesday, Liz. You fucking asshole. Or Thursday, <laughs> Adrian Appalucci didn't show. It's actually Keith Robinson who's still on stage at the uh, at the Pussycat. Well, who's gonna replace him up here? You got to get me somebody to come up here. Oh my god. Um. Oh wait, never mind. Keith's ambling over, so uh, the roses shit out of luck. Wah wah. Oh my God! What the? She fuck? truly is just a miserable human being. <laughs> Keith. Yeah, but you can still make it. It's Keith. No, Liz. <laughs> oh, I know. She's just mean. I know. I, know. I love her. <laughs> I do too. I, I, I like it a little. That bit. was a hundred dollar spot too. Yeah. Well, who's going on? Keith Robinson. Oh, because he's well, he's he's waddling. Neither of his hands work. How does he get the fucking mic out of he the just stand? Leaves it in the stand. Oh my God! He, you know what you do if you're the host and you want to be funny. Hand him the mic. Just put it on. Put it on the stool and walk away. And then see him use his mouth to put it back. <laughs> Keith is uh, blow blow strawing his way to his spot right now uh, in a chair. Yeah, no, he's, he's using. He's actually using physics. He's using momentum. Just swinging that other arm over to get that leg in. Oh shit! We're terrible. What are we doing? Uh, he's a great well, friend of ours. Fucking, you know, he had a stroke and his body didn't work right now. It's funny. <laughs> Keep drinking, Joe. Drink. I didn't drink anything yet. Have something. I didn't drink anything gonna yet. I'm gonna, you're going to burn this place down tonight, DeRosa. You're going to tell us how you really feel about all of us. I got all worked up on the way over. About what? Reading about the people bashing Chappelle's new special. It just annoyed the show. I was talking about that last week. Or the, no, actually... Whatever. I, why don't we? I'm not bringing it up to talk about. It. I'm just saying, like it, it just got me no, all we, fucking worked up. I, I, they're, but they're bashing it because they. That's the only. You can't. You can't get attention for your cause or your page or whatever the fuck you do without attacking somebody. Right. So it's just. It's just a point of ex- expected now. Right. Like that vice is going to fucking, oh God. Who's that? that it's, it's, I don't know. What the, you, I'm sorry. Did I say Danny Kay? No, like the my, old actor? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast live. <laughs> oh, I was wondering if um, oh. these are the treats that you got. Are you kidding me? 
for the dog. I'm I'm doing a podcast with Joe. Joe DeRosa. Oh my God, Don is in the store. Don, what store are you in? Those are the treats. They're pumpkin. Yeah, the pumpkin toppers. Don is in the Poughkeepsie Petco right now. How dare you? What? Yeah, the pump, but get the spice ones or the liver. (laughs) I gotta go. You're ruining my show. Bye. Oh, I wish it was the 50s. (laughs) Oh, she'd get one. If it was 1952. My phone's ringing now. You want me to answer? (laughs) We wouldn't have phone. Go ahead, answer. No, because it's it's my, it's just my friend. You're not. And he's, there's, it's not going to be funny. Oh, God. Um, the, uh, yeah, I took a shot advice today. What'd you say I, on Twitter? I, yeah. I, and then Instagram, I, I defended Chappelle. I right. said, not one of you people bitching him on him at the special will mention how he just did a free show for the shooting victims. Yep. And I said, and is anybody else sick of vice acting super woke? I go, your 17 year old reporters may not remember what your magazine was like in the nineties, but I do. The magazine was fucked up in the nineties. They yeah. would like, they would like put homeless guys in a room together and leave them with beer. So they would get drunk and fight like bum fights. All that shit was derivative. It wasn't vice's doing, but it was all derivative. of The shit vice was doing. Yeah. And now they're acting like, cause now they got rid of McGinnis. Yep. And the other guy. And you know, it's like, every, who's the other guy? I forget the other guy's name. I met him once on red eye. <laughs> the fat guy. No, the fat guy's the one that's still there. I think. Is he the woke guy? Is he, think, is he the yeah, woke? Well, yeah, yeah. Whoever's left. But they're trying so hard right now to distance themselves from themselves from Gavin McGinnis and his whole thing. And it's like, guys, you you're not these guys. Like, yeah, they used to be cool. You, you Even just, the name was called cool, Vice. Yeah, and they did cool shit, and they were, you felt like they were down the middle or at least and, edgy. And they did fucked up shit. Is yeah. my point. It's like it's like, guys, you want people to start go digging through right now? Like, yeah. I don't know who the fuck they paid to keep their old content off the you internet. You don't have to if you're on that side. They're not, they don't care. Well, don't go after you like Al Franken. And I mean, look, everybody that's been busted as a lefty, uh, uh, Weinstein. Yeah. You know, well, they're finally starting to turn on Clinton. At, at least they're finally starting to go. Yeah. You know what? He was a piece yeah. of shit. He did yeah. some fucked up shit. That's why everybody is walking away from the party. Now, now everybody's leaving the party and going up at least in the middle. Speaking of former lefties, Keith Robinson. <laughs> 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 it was a wrong way to get to that. I know the joke doesn't track, but we get it because it's his right arm. Uh, <laughs> he is a he's a former righty. Ah, fuck. Yeah, the heart attacks on the left. Trust me. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Strokes you're right. on the right. Trust you're me. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, of course, I'm right. Wait, did you have a heart attack? No, relax. Oh, oh, what right. the fuck, Joe? Well, you're saying it like you you knew. I'm just saying I did, I was being sarcastic. Like I'm I should know. Oh, no. Okay. I, that's what I well, thought. You don't have to agree that quickly. I was make, making sure you didn't get nothing. It happened. No, nothing. You look, uh, you look like you dropped some weight, dude. Seriously. Nothing infuriates me more when somebody says that. Why? Because I haven't. You look, look, I'm look, just you telling haven't you. seen me in a while. That's all it is. Well, you look like you <laughs> dropped weight since the last time I, I saw you. I didn't drop anything. How's the gym going? Well, I went back for the first time last night. Okay. Yeah, I have a train. It felt like shit. I mean, I had a migraine. I had acid reflux. I have plantar fasciitis. What's plantar fasciitis? That's when you you rip shit in your foot, and then I go in there, and the, my trainer's a great guy. You know, he rubs me down with stuff. I feel a little queer doing that because <laughs> he's putting like CBD oil on my neck. And he's rubbing it on my knees, and then he's he's got this machine, this 
It's like a, it's like a, looks like a drill that, bah, 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 you know, and he does it on my calves and he does it on my, what does, what does that do? It, <laughs> I don't know. It makes me hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I did it because I'm a fucking animal. I'll, I'll do it. I always say, throw the ball, I'll catch it, you right. know? Um, but so I went last night and you know, whatever, I'll go back. I got to go to probably boxing tomorrow. I'm back into it, but you know, it's, it's tough, man. You know, yeah. you'd be as fat as me. I don't know why I'm not. I do. Why? Because, um, your body type is different than mine. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like, and I, you don't have as much money as me. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually worse. Like when I think you get money, it's terrible because do you ever see that episode? There's that, there's that one episode of Frasier where uh, Niles has to get the bypass surgery. Yeah. But it's because they talk about it, it's because of all the fucking high quality rich food he eats. Yeah. Like he's, it's like he's really skinny, but it's like he's eating like fucking quail and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, whatever cheese reduction every night, you know, whatever the fuck, French yeah. foods and whatever. And um, that stuff is really fucking bad for you. Yeah. You, you're talking about when I had no money and I ate once a day at the cellar. You know what I mean? Had some fucking croissant or something during the nothing. I was just out trying to do comedy and get laid when it was fun to be a comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those were the days. Yeah. Now you, <laughs> now, now you can't do shit. <laughs> no. I wonder what the boys are doing. Nothing. You gotta wait. I mean, but the girls are fucking banging now. They're, they're the ones who are kind of out there. Am I, am I crazy saying that? I, I hear a I lot of girls talking about fucking banging. I don't know. I've had girls, I've had female comics recently call me a pussy. Why? Because <clears throat> I'll get uncomfortable. Because <laughs> <laughs> of your Joan Jet jacket? What is that? <laughs> 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 Excuse me. I just watched the uh, Joan Jet documentary last night. You did? Called Bad Reputation. It's awesome. Yeah, she's great. She's such an inspiration. I'm all over the place. We've literally dropped nine topics. Uh, <laughs> My fault. We'll go back. But we'll it's, back. it's a she, she's awesome, dude. Because she's like... <laughs> She talks about when she started out and she was just like, she's like, I wanted to have like an all girl rock and roll band. And I saw all the feminist talk and it was fucking bullshit. Yeah. I wanted to do it for real. Like yeah. she's like the real deal. Like she didn't feel sorry for herself. She went and did it. She went and fucking did it. She's like showing pictures where she's got like a black eye. She's like, this is from the night a bottle hit me in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she was just out there. And then it's, <sighs> There's video of her yelling at the crown. Stop yelling, Jerry Bomb. We're not singing it. We're fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> she's just awesome, man. Yeah, I actually, she was on the episode of Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah? She was, yeah, she's fucking petite as shit. How small is she? She's small, dude. She's a little, little person. Like? Small, like smaller than me. Like Becky, like as short as Becky? I don't know, Becky, stand up. Turn around. <laughs> Jump up and down. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, she, I probably a little smaller than Becky. Smaller than Becky. A little bit, yeah. Really? Uh, wow. I she's also 85. I mean, she's 60. <laughs> is she is she hot? I've always thought she was so hot. Well, I mean, she was. I mean, she's still, you know, it's Joan Jett, so she's kind of hot just because she's fucking badass. Right. Well, and even for 60, she's probably uh, hot. That, right? That's when she was hot right there. The right after uh the one next to the no, left. No, right in the middle. The right down, down, uh, uh, third row, second. Right there. Oh, that's a great that's, one. 
That's what she was hot. My favorite's the white. Go to that white shirt one with the guitar. Where over to the right? Two over, yeah. Yeah, that's when she was. uh, Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, tiny little boobies. That's the type of girl I liked back in the day. Shiny everything. Oh yeah, she's hot, man. Oh, she's smoking back then. You should watch the doc, man. It's great. She she smoked a lot of weed, man. On set? Oh, dude, walk by her trailer, you get fucking stoned. Oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah. I like that she couldn't still remember a parties. fucking line. <laughs> she had her do this. The person went in. Oh, that's why, to that's the why house. she was in one movie ever. <laughs> but she's a badass fucking rock and roller. That's what she does. I mean, that's what she's, you know, that's what she was born to do. Miley Cyrus. She's like, how come rock and roll guys aren't getting fucking whacked? Are you nuts? Who got whacked? They're going after him. Oh, they just went after tool. I don't know how the what fuck they go he after slipped tool? through what? it. Oh, Maynard? Yeah. What'd they do to Maynard? Kind of chicks came out and said shit about him. What? You know, that he was inappropriate, that he, fu- I, I don't want to, so the I don't want to speculate singer, on what they said, but they said bad shit about him. The lead singer of a band called Tool was inappropriate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. He slid through it, though. That new album's coming out it. and everybody's like, cool. Of course he slid through it. He's fucking, he gave him a couple bottles of wine, <laughs> some fucking cheese. Ugh, he is a fucking knob. Really? I hate Tool. Fuck you. I hate Tool. You, I love Maynard. I hate him. You don't like Maynard. If you, let me tell you this right now. Did you ever watch the documentary about his? Yes, I'm I not, did. I'm keeping my finger back here. Did you ever watch? Because I know you don't like it. How about because it's so fucking long and distinctive. Did you ever watch the documentary about his winery? I watched everything on Maynard. You didn't come away thinking he was, that's when I thought he was a Tool after I saw that. No, I don't think he was a Tool. I think it was a guy. I think it's fucking amazing that this guy was in a band, two bands, three bands, successful, could have just done that. But he went, you know what? I want to do something else. I want to do, I want to do wine. And he, and not only did he do it, he learned, he had to do all the work himself. That's great. I got nothing against that. I'm saying as his personality, like him trying to be funny through the whole thing. Yeah, but he's a funny guy. He's not uh, like, he's not comic funny. I guarantee. He's like hanging out with Patton Oswalt trying to be funny. It's like, stop it. That, but d- dude, I, I don't, I mean, look at what he wears on stage. Look at the shit he's doing. He's, he's, he's so interesting. He doesn't go up and you could just go up as that guy. Look at all the outfits he wears and he doesn't give a fuck because his music is that f- amazing. If he was the comedian version of what he is in music, you would hate his fucking guts. Who would be him in comedy? I don't want to name names. Name it. You'd be like Emo Phillips or something. No. Yes. You fuck. Yes. Guess who else wore goofy suits on stage? <laughs> you know who wears goofy suits on stage? Who? Your fucking idol. George Carlin? No. <laughs> He's my idol. Who's my idol? <laughs> Who's my idol? <laughs> God, I forgot your dumb tattoo. <laughs> Who's my um, idol? What's his name? Out in Arizona. Stanhope? Yeah, Stan Doug Stanhope goes on stage with stupid, crazy outfits on. He wears those suits. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I love Doug. Doug. I'm not Stanhope. crazy about Doug's suits, but I love Doug. Yeah, but he wears, he wears all kinds of but stupid shit. he makes up shit. for it with great comedy. And he makes up for it with great music. Have you heard that new song? Do you like it? All right, I haven't heard the new album, so I'm not going to judge <laughs> it, but he's got some great songs. That new, I'm not saying he never did. That new <laughs> song stinks. Yeah, those suits. Look at those fucking yeah, I, I don't, crazy I'm, suits. I, I'm confused as to why Doug started because, doing that. But. Because he doesn't give a fuck. It shouldn't be about what you're wearing. It's about what you're saying. 
Well, he he delivers in the what you're saying department, undoubtedly. He absolutely delivers in the what you're saying. So doesn't Ari. Ari wears dumb things. That's Ari's another one where I would scratch my head about why it seems like more trouble than it's worth. Because they 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 don't they're they're going on. This is what I believe. I don't know why they're doing it, but this is my theory: is that okay? When I go to do a show, I gotta put the shirt on and the shoes and the shirt, an over shirt to hide my side fat and blah, blah, blah. And shave my head. These guys are going, who gives a fuck? Go but, on stage with whatever, shave your head. Don't shave your head. Be bald. Shave all of it. Have some of it. Put on a dumb suit. Wear a tie. Don't wear. Who gives a fuck? If you're funny, they'll laugh. But my point is with Doug, right? Yeah. And Ari with the suits. Okay. That takes effort. It takes time. That to takes effort. Absolutely. It takes. What's the effort? You go into a fucking shit flea market. And buy the first thing you see and wear those, it. Listen, dude, those suits are not as easy to cut. He, he clearly has an eye for a certain type of suit that he likes. And yeah, it takes time to put a guy like Doug. I would picture going on stage and cutoffs in a t-shirt. Like literally like I've been drinking all day. I just rolled out of bed. He oh. puts some time into the wardrobe. The only reason, why, the only reason why I'm agreeing with you right now, because it does Mac, it matches backyard and house. <laughs> yes. So maybe he's got a pink shirt. What do you think? You find that fucking tie just anywhere, dude. You gotta, you gotta look for shit like that. Oh, you might be right. I mean, but I mean, I still think it's a matter of fucking who gives, I'm going to wear whatever I want. I think it's that too. I just, I'm surprised again, like. And I love for, Maynard too, because he, like in a lot of stuff, he hides behind the microphone. He stays up near the drummer. He's not even out front. He's not, he could be way out front taken up. He's like, fuck it. I'm going back here behind this big microphone and I'm singing the fuck out of these songs. Yeah. I like the first uh, record. I like his philosophy too. He's a, he's a, he, you, you never heard him talk about like, just forget about fame. Just do, do your shit. Just do it. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about. Uh, yeah, you know who says that? Who? Famous people. <laughs> That's who says that. Really? The guy with two vineyards and the most anticipated record of 2019 is going, who cares about the fame, man? <laughs> oh, you fucking stinks. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. I mean, famous people say stupid shit. Yeah. When, tell me what Keith Robinson says that. I'll go, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe we should listen. <laughs> but maybe the fact that he doesn't say it is the reason why he's not there. Who? Keith. That's Little Kev what has you said have it. to say when you're famous. But maybe we should start saying it. Maybe we should start doing that stuff. The shit that they said is what got them there. Do you ever think the negative stuff, the way we treat, talk about ourselves, shitty and negative and fucked up is why we're here. Maybe if we talk like them, it would come to fruition. The, the, the reality, my, my, my millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. What? <laughs> the fuck did you just say? I did an affirmation, Joe. <laughs> an affirmation. Who? What was the affirmation? I want you to go With back. My divine right. My millions come to me in, by divine right in a perfect way. What does that mean? The walls of lack and delay now crumble away. My millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. Are you freestyling again? No, that's a that's <laughs> that's an affirmation. Who taught you that? Uh, I I got a book from the uh, 1929 Florence Scovel Shin. This is that's why you're not making it's it. It's called <laughs> It's called The Game of Life and How to Play It. What are you doing? It's a great book. Um, listen, what are you doing? It's before positive, the power of positive thinking. That guy got all his shit from this woman. She was an art, a failed art, not a failed art. She was an artist, was married. Her husband divorced her and she had to learn how to live life again. 
And she came up with this stuff. Listen, and this is her book right here, The Game of Life and How to Play It. This is what I well, This book changed my life. Excuse me. This is what I, I wish I followed it more. <laughs> well, that's what I was getting at yeah. with you, with me. Right, please with, don't lump me with you. Yeah, I am. Oh. I am. We're two lumps. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Um, we're, we're two and a half. Two. <laughs> I'll be. A, I'll be a lump and a half. <laughs> it's. It's. You. You. You are. You do think positive in the right areas. Yeah. You think positive with your kid. Yep. You think positive with your family and your yes. wife. Yes. That's. That's what's important. We're never going to be the guys going. Good for you. Like, we're just not those guys. I'm not saying you got to hate. No. Listen, I, I don't hate when something good happens to somebody. Like, I get excited. Some people. I've talked to you on the phone. Dude. Some people. We've had many conversations. You know what I, I noticed? What? If they're a good person and they deserve it, I'm happy for them. If they're not, I, it bothers me. Right. You're a captain obvious. No shit. Yeah. That's pretty much with everybody. <laughs> but I can be happy for a person, a good person. But who is it to say whether they deserve it or not? How do you get to say that? It's not for my place to say. I know that is a terribly, a terribly uh, arrogant thing to say. But you do it. Um, I'll say we do it. I do. Yeah, I do do that. I try not to. I try not to. I try to not let the ones that bother me. I try to let the ones that bother me not bother me. And I try to be happy for the ones that I try saying this with me right now. The walls of lack and delay now crumble away. I don't understand what that means. The walls of lack and delay. Oh, lack and delay. The walls of lack and delay now crumble away. Now crumble away. Say it. The walls of lack lack and delay now now crumble crumble away. away. Right. I now fulfill my destiny. I now fulfill my destiny. My millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. My millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. One more time. The walls in lack of, of lack and delay now crumble away. The walls of lack and delay, delay now, now crumble, crumble away. away. I now fulfill my destiny. I now fulfill my destiny. My millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. My millions come to me by divine right in a perfect way. What if tomorrow we both became millionaires? We won't. How shocking would this podcast be? <laughs> You know how many fucking assholes would be like the walls of lack and lake? Come away. Just, you know why we weren't? No, you know why we won't? Because this book was written by a suicidal cunt in mourning. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Jesus. She was depressed. Come on. She and she was scribbling in a fucking journal. True. God That's knows where. <laughs> she was starving to death in a house. <laughs> <laughs> the, the walls of lack and delay now crumble away and I enter my promised land under grace. Yeah, that's Florence I mean, Scovel Shin. I, I do agree. It's, I do agree. You can't. I talked to Patrice about this a lot, about karma, about, uh, uh, you know, uh, meta, metaphysical shit. And if you say something, it comes to fruition. Right. If you believe something, it comes to fruition. <sighs> I, I know it sounds voodoo-y. Or, I believe that if you believe it, it will come true in some way, not in the exact way that you want it, you know, not you, you know, you might not get the exact job you want or the exact person you want or the exact amount of money you want. But I believe if you think it, feel it, believe it, it will come true. I would, I, I hear you. I translate that merely into confidence. What? What an egotistical no, no, thing. No, to no. Say. I'm not saying my confidence. I'm saying the way I define what you're saying is confidence. Yeah. People that believe in themselves get it done. Now, but here's the sad reality of that. And this is true. And you know this is true. Yeah. People that believe in themselves get it done. Yeah. 
they don't always get it done by the proper means. Most people that make it to the top of this ladder are horrific pieces of garbage. We know that for a fact. <laughs> and that's somebody going, I willed it and I believed it. And yep. it's like, yeah. And then you stepped on everybody's head and you got it. That's, that's, that's egomaniacal uh, confidence. It's so funny too. Cause when they get there and they get the money and then it goes away. Cause fame always goes. Yeah. Even at the big ones, Marlon Brando, it went away. De Niro, people are getting sick of him. I mean, it goes away for everybody, but right. Brad Pitt, nobody gives a fuck. But no, people the, still love Brad Pitt. Eh. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I didn't. Was it good? It's awesome. All right, so it's, it's my favorite. Let me just say this. You got to see it. It's my favorite Brad Pitt ever. Can I please tell you one scene? No. I'll make you want to see it. Please. No. Just one scene. You haven't Bag seen me. it. Please, Bag me I'm more. begging you, please. More. Please. Look me in the eye. Please, daddy. Yeah, do it more. <laughs> please, daddy, stop. What do you want, baby? What do you creep. want? What do you want? I want one of the pumpkin treats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I tell I you guess. the scene? I, wait a minute. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Earmuffs. Uh, dude, there's if a you're scene. a pussy and can't deal with this spoiler, if you don't listen to this right now because you haven't seen the movie yet, I don't want you to listen to my podcast ever again because right. I don't like you as a man <laughs> or a woman. There's a scene. They establish. He is good looking. Wow. Takes his shirt off at one point in the movie. You're just like, you want to kill yourself. I mean, it's, he's, he's perfect. I want to kill myself when Danny DeVito takes his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fatter than him now? Fuck. Go ahead. There's, they establish him pretty early on in the movie as yeah. like, a, like a badass. You're like, you know he can, he can clean some shit up if he needs to. Yeah. There's a fucking scene, dude, where one of the Manson kids, this fucking punk kid. Yeah. Brad Pitt comes back to his car. There's a knife in his tire. Oh, shit. And his tire's fucking flat. Yeah. And he turns around. This kid's laughing at him. Yeah. And Brad Pitt just goes, did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's going, fuck you, man. Fuck you, you fucking square, you narc. Yeah. And he goes, did you do that? <laughs> and the kid goes, yeah. And he goes, fix it. And he walks to his trunk, throws a tire iron in the ground. Yeah. And a pump. And he goes, fix it. And the kid keeps running his, run his, dude, he takes this kid, he fucking wails on this fucking <laughs> kid and makes him fix his tire. Yeah. Kids fucking just got blood pouring out of his mouth. It's one of the most bad, it's, it's just one of those scenes you get chills. You're like, right. it's what you always wanted to do in front of a chick. Yeah. It's like in Goodfellas <laughs> when he hits yeah. the guy with the gun and you're uh. like, I just want to do that in front of somebody yeah. once. Um, it's just, he's just, he's awesome in the movie, man. He's great in it. They're he's both, I mean, they're both, everybody's, Margot Robbie, everybody's great in it. <clears throat> but uh, I, it was my favorite pit performance. I just watched Fight Club again the other day. You know, I never saw it all the way through. <sighs> I've seen it out of sequence. Fight Club. He is probably his best performance. For yeah. Me. Because you got to understand, you know, you know, but when you read a script, the little things that he does, the little movements and shit aren't written. Right. All the stuff where he goes, <laughs> all that shit he did. <laughs> You know, that's right. that shit that he did. Look at the way his hands are. Right. It's like almost, neck, it's almost cracking his neck and all yeah, that. It's shit. almost yeah. almost gay or sexual. He's just, you know, in a room just, you know, and then he's fucking <laughs> all that shit is him. Yeah. His his thing that he did with this character and his ham. I mean, all that shit in that movie is unfucking believable. <laughs> when he meets uh what's his name? Ed Norton. Ed Norton on the plane. And they're going back and forth. It's like fucking 
wow, I would love to meet that guy in life. I would love to meet him in life. Yeah. That's how I felt about him in uh, Hollywood. I was like, I wish this guy was a real dude. And that's his, that's his prime body, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. He takes his shirt off in a room full of men and you're just staring. I was at my cigar shop. It was one in the morning with the manliest of men. That's at my cigar bar. That's open. And I look over, the guy looks at me and goes, dude, Brad's hot. I was like, what did you say? <laughs> he goes, you heard me. I go, he is. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't deny it. Yeah. I'm a big uh, Ed Norton fan as well. You like Ed Norton? Um, yeah, I mean, in this movie, I do. I like Ed Norton. I just rewatched, remember the score? What's in that? Oh, did you never the score with him, De Niro, and Brando? You never saw the score? When he played the the mop boy, the mentally challenged? Well, he's pretending to be retarded, so he whoa, can- Whoa, 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 sorry, whoa, 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 dude. He's pretending, sorry. This he's isn't fucking Kumia Network. <laughs> Can't say fucking reads out on this He's pretending, I didn't mean it in the bad, I meant it like just, he, he's up, pretending to be a handicap. Yeah. Um. So he can trick them. Yeah, but- he, It's an he, awesome he, movie. Yeah, no, but he did the same shit as Ronan. What do you mean? The, the fucking De Niro and Ronan and the score and he, talk about Ed Norton. I know, but I can't watch the movie because it's you got to watch. Dude, Brando's fucking amazing in it. Brando's all right. He's a fat fuck by an empty pool. No, dude, the, the part this part is so great when Brando's got the water bottle. Yeah, and De Niro goes, "I'm gonna do the job," and he goes, "Oh, God bless you." And he goes, "But if I'm gonna do it, I need six million, not four. And Brando goes like this. Brando goes. Six million? Hold on a second. Uh, operator, there's a fucking <laughs> lunatic sitting here with me. Can you send the doctors, please? <laughs> he's so good in it, dude. He's just he's yeah. just having fun with it, man. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I it was it, last, uh, it's a good movie. It's a slow movie. It's definitely a slow movie. Yeah, it's not. It's it's got enough. Uh, it's got enough in it to keep it going. Yeah. I, I mean, like it, it. Watch it, it again. I, I can't. I'll watch it. And I'll watch Fight Club front to back. Fight, you, Fight Club is no comparison, though. Fight Club. That I'm, that I'm aware of. Listen, Fight Club, when you realize what's happening in Fight Club, because you watch it the first time and it's that Sixth Sense shit yeah. that they do. And you're like, what the fuck? I know. It's a bummer that I know the big twist. But you know the big twist. But now that you know it, it's actually better because you can see... You can see where they mend it. Like you're like, wow, the, this guy is great. How he did this because is that John Goodman. Uh, no, that's Marlon Brando. That's not Marlon Brando. That's Marlon Brando in that fucking movie. That's them at the. Oh, pool. it is. Yeah. Oh, that's De Niro. I thought that was De Niro. No. Jesus. No. Yeah, Fight Club's great, dude. When uh, they, when they, so it's it's fun. Like that's the fun of the Six Senses. You go back and you watch it, and you go. You go, holy shit, they, that scene makes sense, even though Willis isn't there. It makes sense. Or whatever. Yeah. All the shit makes sense, yeah. even though he's when the, when he puts the uh the lie on Norton's hand and he's holding it. Uh-huh. And he's, 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 he's trying to go, go to my happy place. But he's going, No, don't what? go there. Stay here and deal with it. What was the lie on Norton's hand? I like women. <laughs> is, he, is he gay? No, I'm saying oh, Jim Norton. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I thought that Jim, would get a bigger laugh. Jim Norton likes women. I know. I'm just kidding. I, uh, I'm just joking. Yeah. That's a great scene too, where they get the fucking body fat for the, uh, for the soap. Yeah. They make soap, right? Yeah. Don't they like blow up the factory or some shit? No. Um, they, you got to watch it again. It's a great movie. Fucking great movie. They blow they, something they, up, right? You know, the Hollywood movie though. I heard that the, the, um, the wife, Bruce Lee's wife was daughter. Daughter was actually like, what the fuck? Because she was. they made Bruce Lee look like a, like, 
like Brad Pitt could kick his ass. Well, uh, that's not what they were mad about. They were mad that they made, they portrayed Bruce Lee as a guy that would take a fight and be arrogant. Like a dickhead? Like yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't see the movie. But it was a funny scene. Here's the whole point of the scene for my, what I gathered from it. Yeah. The movie is a the movie is a fantasy about that period. Hang on one second. Yeah. Uh shit. All right. Fuck it. Who was it? Jim Sharper. The movie's a fantasy about that time period in Hollywood. Yeah. Brad Pitt's character and Leonardo DiCaprio's character are not actual people. They're surrounded by real people they interact with. Clearly, a lot of this has never happened. And stuff that has happened has been changed and reimagined right. or whatever. So I I took this scene as Tarantino just being like. We got to establish real fast that Brad Pitt is a badass stuntman mm -hmm. that can seriously kick some ass. Wouldn't it be funny if he beat up Bruce Lee, who was the baddest dude <laughs> in that funny. era? You know what I mean? That's funny. But then when they questioned Tarantino, Tarantino was like, yeah, Bruce Lee was an arrogant asshole. He was arrogant. So, I mean, maybe Tarantino was just trying to take Bruce Lee down a peg. I don't fucking know. My point is this. My greater, my other point is this, or the bigger point. People are bitching about a three-minute scene where Bruce Lee gets into a fight and loses. It's released eight hours on FX that made Bob Fosse look like fucking Satan. Nobody, nobody's fucking complaining about that. You know what I mean? But wasn't he? I mean, to maybe to this extent, I have no fucking. Did you watch Fosse Verdon? No, you know why, dude? It's I'm married. I like vagina. <laughs> That's why you should have watched it. Why? Because it's something you could watch with your wife. That you guys both would have enjoyed. What? Bob, I'm telling you, this thing is fucking. John doesn't. She's from Boston. She's not like a fucking dancer. Unbelievable. You want to talk about an animal in motion for eight hours? What are you talking about? Rockwell playing this dude was what? It's eight hours of this guy smoking five packs a day, drinking, fucking anything around him. Dude, there's a scene where he's talking to his dancers. Yeah. And he's talking to one of the dancers in the show. He's directing. And he goes, he goes, hey, uh, Vera, you know, uh. I'm cutting together Liza's new special. I need a little, I need some notes. I'd love to get your feedback. And she goes, okay. And he goes, why don't you come to my hotel tonight? And she goes, okay. And he goes, oh, all right, how about eight o'clock? And then another chick walks by and he goes, hey, uh, Deirdre, uh, why don't you come over tomorrow at eight? He's shit. He's just a Back in the day when you could be. Scum. Dude, if he was alive, he'd be done. He'd be done. They'd be pulling the shit off of fucking Broadway right now. I'm telling you, dude, it's a, it's a, it's, and, and Michelle Williams is, and Veer, Gwen Vierden is, she's unfucking believable, dude. What, what do you think about Chappelle telling the audience, like, calling them a bunch of fucking assholes? What did he say? Do you have that clip? Play that clip. From the new thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hang on one second. Holy shit. I know my flight. Hey, hey, sir, uh, Jim Serpico, yeah. you're on YKWD Live with Joe DeRosa. Joe, how are you, man? Hey, Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? Good. What's happening? What's happening? Nothing. We're talking about uh, how Bob Fosse was a pussy hound, and uh, and uh, what, what was the other movie again? Was that movie? Fosse Verdon? Ask Serpico if Fosse, you saw it. Voss, you see Fosse on FX? It's amazing. It is it's fucking incredible. Yes. It's fucking incredible. Really? Dude. Yeah. Dude. I would never think to watch a thin dancer guy. It's Sam Rockwell, dude. I love He's, him. Rockwell is the shit. You know, dude. I sat in a movie with him uh, by ourselves, That's just great. me and him in a movie theater. He was right in front of me, dude. It's I'm telling you, it's the shit. It took everything I had not to go. Hey, Sam, love your work in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in Charlie's Angels. 
Well, he does the thing that you're talking about with Pitt. Yeah, he does that. He does that extra Serpico, yeah. like uh, with actors when they do that extra movement, like Pitt does that, where he moves his hands and does little things and eats shit, and you know that's not in the script that he adds. You know. That's cool, man. Uh, hey, I got to run, but I was just calling because I'm trying to track DeRosa down. Joe, give me a call when you get a chance. It's been a while. Are you? F- <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'll call, I'll call you when we're done. Bye. No, I'm, I'm calling for Joe. Are you really? Yes. For what? It, it doesn't concern you. <laughs> yeah, but how did you know this he was on payback my- for that Liz phone call you cocksucker but how did you know he was on my podcast he texted me to try him through the show did you text him no. dude you why no. would you play along with because you? I got excited that he actually did had like work for me or something and now, <laughs> and now that he doesn't so, I want to talk to him so your self-esteem is lower than my <laughs> self-esteem yeah, yeah, exactly. so it saved me oh, yeah, oh that's perfect All right, I'll talk to you later bye <laughs> I really got disappointed. I was like, oh, he's got something for me. That's hilarious. Uh, no, but Rockwell does that thing in Charlie's Angels when when it's on the girls when they realize he's bad. Yeah. And then the camera spins around. As it spins around, he's going like this with he, the cigarette. And he's, he's dancing. dancing. It's unbelievable. It's a fucking great move. Let's talk about our favorite. All right. This is good. Go this is This is the juice of the old pod. Got it. Let's talk about our favorite, like, nuanced things that actors do in a movie where you're like, that wasn't in the script. He just did that. Like you were talking about with Pitt. Yeah. Okay. There's so many, dude. Well, I would have to say, um, um, Vincent Afrew has a lot of them, does them. Yeah. I, I've told that story before. He stole mine. It's called business. Yeah. Yeah. They call it business. Yeah. He stole mine. He stole your own. I life. did when I did uh, Law and Order with him. I knew he was big into business, and every scene he would go around the body and do little things, little hand gestures, and and uh, mine was I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and deliver the facts. You know that I had to give him. I was going to come in, and uh, as I came in, they yelled action. He put his hand on my shoulder, and I was just like, "Fuck!" What a cocksucker. Uh, yes. <laughs> I would I have to, I would have fan. to say Charlie's Angels is one of those scenes where when he spun around and did that little move with his feet, it was pretty amazing. But Brad Pitt, if you notice in uh, Ocean's Eleven, I believe it is, uh-huh. every scene he's pretty much eating something. Yeah, and the, the the second one too. What's the second one? Ocean's Twelve. Ocean Twelve. I think it might be that one or the other. See, he's always has, oh, look, he's always something in his fucking mouth. Right. He's always has something, a chip licking his fingers and the way he eats it. It's very important because if you eat like me, like the, like, like Jim Norton said, like there's an asteroid about to hit the earth. (laughs) You're going to look like an asshole. Right. But the way he eats stuff is unbelievable. Now, second, I would say before Brad Pitt, Robert Downey Jr. The way he uses a napkin when he eats food. Okay. Iron Man, ham, ham, hamburger, hamburgers. Sitting down to tell everybody what happened. Takes a bite. Just the way he used a napkin to wipe his face. I was like, fuck. All right. Amazing. So I'll hit you with two. Good. Both food related. Gotcha. 
One is um, Kurt Russell Ooh. in uh, Death Proof, that Tarantino movie. Okay, I saw it. Which is not a great movie by any stretch, but not at all. Um, Russell, there's a scene. He's, he ends up being the murderer in the movie. Like, that's the thing. Right. Is that he's like the psycho. But they introduce his character at the, be- at the beginning of the movie. He's sitting at a bar in a Mexican restaurant eating nachos. He doesn't have one fucking line. He's just eating nachos. Yeah. And somehow this fucking guy makes eating nachos like. The shit. The shit. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I can't wait till they cut back to him. They show me nachos okay. again. <laughs> like he's eating these things. He is eating them like a fucking asteroid's coming. Right. And that but, says so much about the character. He's just devouring okay. these things, but he's just doing it. He's so fucking arrogant, dude. The way he's just sitting there, he's just shoving them in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Okay. Two. Two. The King, dude. The King and one of our favorite films. What? Smoking the Bandit. Oh. Uh, Gleason with the Diablo sandwich. And the Dr. Pepper to go. The way Gleason is working that sandwich, my buddy has pointed out so many times where he goes, dude, he has the sandwich in a ball in his fucking hand by the end of the scene. It's not even a sandwich anymore. He's got it like clumped up like this. Yeah. He's fucking eating it out of his hand and he's moving the food all the bites all around his mouth as he talks to Burt Reynolds, the way he's just shifted it around. It's that's an unbelievable. Look at that dude. (laughs) When he, when he ate, but when he ate the fucking thing and he ate it too fast and he couldn't breathe. Yeah. Anyway, and he popped that up. One of the greatest, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, one of the greatest fucking scenes ever. Thank you kindly. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Uh, pull up anyway. on YouTube, Joe. Can you play it? Can you play clips in here? Yeah, we can play that clip. Oh, play that clip. Oh, please. Yeah. It's the best. It really is the best. This is- and this is the funny thing. We talked about this years ago. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever fucking talks about smoking. The Still band. nobody talks about it. I don't it. understand it. I, I don't. It's one of the funniest fucking yeah, movies ever made. It gets, I think it gets dismissed because of the sequels and people, people just assume it's like a police academy or something. Oh. Police Academy 1 is funny and so is 2. The, uh, but you know what I mean? I think yeah. it gets written off as like this goofy uh, franchise and, it, and it's like the second two suck, but the first one is un- it's fucking of, real. It's because of Burt Reynolds, I think. But that was Burt Reynolds in his prime, Sally Fields in her mm-hmm. prime. And the motherfucker of all comics. There make it, go. make it big. Going, glass iced tea. Yeah, okay. Full you screen. turn it up. Full screen. How good How is that? How much are you, man? Back in the day. Yeah. Dollar and a half. About about keep 50. Just keep your eye out for that. Just how bad You must be in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? Bet your ass on that boy. Oh, you yeah, little mess here. Let me, let me help I you love out. This, right? Get that off of there. That's. Look at the sandwich. Somebody chasing you? Oh, I'm a chaser. 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 I'm a chaser
the Armenia, all the way from Texarkana, Texas. Was he a bank robber? Bank robbing his baby shit alongside of what this dude is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost killed one of the law officers, driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes, got a broad in the car, took him across the street line, got the man. <laughs> I don't think he's got a permission. That's kidnapping. And that's kidnapping. How's that behind you? Let me Where's the can? I got to take the squirt. Holy shit. That's it. He's throwing that fucking clump of meat between his hands. He goes, he got the broad in the back seat. Oh, he called her a broad. Yeah, that's the man act. That's the man act. I don't I think she it. has a permission. That's kidnapping. How's that for hijinks? <laughs> oh, the Ain't best. Ain't nobody chasing me, boy. Ain't nobody chasing me, boy. <laughs> bank rob- bank robbers. <laughs> bank robbing baby shit, shit compared to what this dude doing. <laughs> He's the fucking best. Did you get the 40-year anniversary Blu-ray? No, I don't have a Blu-ray. What am I, a fucking nerd? You should get it, dude. Because why? it's got I'll tell you why. Okay. Because it's got the it's got the Blu-ray remaster smoking about it. Which- Show me a flea market where I can buy a Blu-ray player, by the way. What are you talking about? Best Buy's got him. Really? Yeah. All right. You all right? Yeah, I'm a little hot. Yeah, because I was laughing. Yeah, but... Um, you get hot when you laugh? Because I had the headphones on suddenly and I was laughing. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, it's got, um, it's got a bone. The bonus feature on the 40th anniversary right. is a documentary that actually screened in theaters called The Bandit. And it's a 90-minute making of, of Smoking the Bandit. Really? With interviews with everybody. And they have archive footage of Gleason interviewing when they did the movie. Yeah. And he says, he goes, he goes, I ad-libbed. He goes, I ad-libbed everything I fucking said in that movie. He goes, no Hell way. Needham thought I was funny and he wanted me to just, just to riff it. Wow. And he goes, so before every scene, I would just go, I'm going to say this and this and this. And Hal Needham was like, great, do it. And he goes, and then I would just go do it. And then he goes, and then me and Bert complained that they didn't have a scene with the both of us in it in the movie. He goes, there was no scene with the two of us. He's wow. like, so I went and I worked on it. And he's like, and we came up with this scene and. We met in the diner, and that's the most famous scene in the movie. It is. And, you know, he really spit in Bert's face on his close-up. Really? You, well, you, you, dude, you don't – there's no way Bert <laughs> was like this. You know he had, he really spit in his face. Unless – I mean, look, Bert, if he did that, if he added that, like, holy shit, that's fucking – that's business genius. Yeah, that's what a, that is business right there. God damn it. He is so good. <laughs> I mean, it makes me sad. I mean, who – who do we got? Who is that? We don't have that. If guy. I remade that movie, who are you if casting? I remade that, I tell you, if Me. I remade that movie, Giamatti is is Gleason. I'm casting Giamatti as Gleason because you're at least going to get the frustration if you fatten Giamatti up a little more and get him sweaty and angry. He's going to bring you that. He, he's gonna. There's he nobody would, else. You're he'd be great, right. dude. Having the fucking meltdowns in that flick, screaming and everything. Giamatti would be fucking great in that part. Yeah. Um, Bandit, he fucking Brad, my boy Brad Pitt. Let's do this shit, dude. Get Pitt in that fucking Trans Am <laughs> with fucking Mila Kunis. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
That's fucking the sun. Who's the fucking sun? Ah, oh, shit. That's a tough one. Who's the sun? The sun be. Who's the sun? The guy. I know the guy. Who's that guy that was in the military? Rob Riggle. Yes. Oh, Rob yeah. Riggle be a great son. Right. Josh Gad would be a good son. He'd be funny. Yeah. Riggle's pretty perfect. Ooh, the guy who played Shazam? No. You got to know Riggle. Because Riggle. Can, yeah, Riggle. Riggle can look it. That's it. Riggle's it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need a guy that can look a little yeah. dumb. He looks dumb, but he's physically. My important. hat fell off, daddy. I hope his <laughs> goddamn head was in it. <laughs> when I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. There's I, no way you came from my lawns. Yeah. No, he goes, he goes, he goes, Junior, I'm telling you, ain't no way you sprung from my lawn. <laughs> when I get home, I'm gonna punch your mama in the mouth. You couldn't even say that now. No. No. My favorite. What the fuck are we gonna do, man? Thing We're the, never gonna have funny fucking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. Don't get don't go next. Sorry. Remember? Your walls are don't, built with grace and your that, millions are coming. No, the walls of lack and delay <laughs> now crumble away. I now fulfill my destiny. The walls are built with grace. I know, I'm kidding. My that, favorite scene outside of the diner yeah. is Big Enus and Little Enus at the beginning. Oh, yeah. When they're walking with him. And he goes, now getting the tech, getting the text Arcana and back again in 48 hours ain't no problem at all. Ain't never been done before, hot shit. <laughs> How about what are you gonna make fun of my mother next? Your mama's so fat. I just give him the money. <laughs> yeah. And he's when Paul Williams look at him, I'd like to punch him just once. <laughs> How funny was he? Little Enus is the best. Yeah. Is that scene is that scene on there? Oh. With big big if you, if you put in Smoking the Bandit, Big Enus, Little Enus. Yeah, meet, I mean, meet the, the Bandit. Yeah. Meet the Bandit. Yeah, fucking great. Looks like a legend and an out-of-work <laughs> bum. Look a lot alike, Daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he goes, egotistical son of a bitch. Uh, there it is right there. Yeah, right there, dude. Ah, oh, fuck. Make it big. Reynolds. Gotta wait for that. Ah man, Reynolds, what? the greatest, the greatest opening line of any movie. Yeah. He opens it with the laugh. <laughs> yeah, how great is that? It's great. Uh. See, son, old legends never die; they just lose weight. Like a legend and an out of work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bandit, me and my son are here. <laughs> Oh, I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. I came to make a deal. Uh, what's he get if he wins this truck Rodeo thing? Yeah. $5,000, daddy. Chicken shit money. Just <laughs> what the hell you want, anyway? You to get out of this dumbass rodeo and accept a real challenge. Now get the Texarkana and back in 28 hours. That's no problem. It ain't never been done before, hot shit. Watch the language of the lady. The problem is that Coors beer, you take that east of Texas and that's uh, that bootlegging. You know, I believe you're just a little bit scared. That's great psychology. Why don't you just say something bad about my mother? Your mama is so ugly. Hey, you make this run for me. Now, these Peterbilts here are worth $80,000. That comes to about three grand an hour if you make it 28 hours. How about that for a challenge? Dad, I don't believe that that's necessary. Never mind. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. <laughs> 
See, I got a boy running tomorrow in the Southern Classic, and uh, when he wins, I want to celebrate in style. How much style? Well, I got a few friends and me, uh, 400 cases. Well? Well, let me see your cash. Big Enos's word is gold. All right, show him the cash. Go ahead, little shit. <laughs> Well, I see there's uh, 400 cases of beer. I'll need the cash for that. No problem. Go ahead, boy. New car. I got to have a new car to block for the truck, you know? Okay, go ahead, boy. like to kick his ass just once. <laughs> Speedy car. Speedier than that. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. That's the best. Yeah, to this day. Yeah. I've I've seen that movie regularly for easily 10, 12 years. Yes. 15 years. Yes. To this day, I still don't know what the bandit does. <laughs> I don't know who he is or what he does. He was a truck racer. That's he, it? He would race. Tr- well, is he that was, a thing? He was a truck driver. Okay. And he could, he was, uh, he could make it. You know, kind of. Oh, he was a blocker, back, huh? He was a blocker. No, he was a truck driver. Yeah, because he's racing trucks in that road. Again, right? <laughs> Bandit was a truck driver. Yeah, he's a right. truck driver, and and Snowman was a truck driver. Okay, right. but when they did what they had to do, he needed him to drive, and he's going to be the blocker right. because when they were doing illegal runs, yeah, they would you know like bootlegging shit back in the day. They would uh, they would have a blocker and blah blah blah. But yeah, he's he a truck a driver. Blocker, All right? Also. So he's a truck. He, he was driver. a world famous truck driver. With with like a like a sorted he would he could race other shot. trucks and win. So they did his handle was the bandit. The handle the bandit. He they like they race cars back in fucking the south. NASCAR. Now, they race trucks too. Yeah. Here's my other the other thing yeah. I never knew. So he's the fastest way, truck driver. Somebody just had a picture on Google side by side of Big Enos and Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted Danson plays Big Enos if we would make this movie again. Where? Somebody just had a big enus. There it is, right there, side by side, right wait, there. Wait, wait. Ted Danson, in, right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Ted Danson is big enus. There's little enus. Yeah. Little it's, enus. It's too. It's too bad Randy Quaid lost his fucking mind. Oh uh, yeah. Because he would have been awesome. Oh, dude, he'd be perfect. But Randy Quaid would have been the shit. Who would be a good little enus? Well, it's hard to say because you don't. I mean, he wasn't real. He was a little person, but he I mean, was more Peter of Dinklage a. Peter would be a good little Enos. Yeah, he's a great he actor. Would. Yeah, there you go. I would well, say we'll Brad him. in there. Brad who? Williams. No. Peter Dinklage? Peter, yeah, Dinklage would be good, right? You'd yeah. need somebody like Dinklage plus to play the, the, the redneck thing he's never really played. Well, and a, you need some. He was a big act. He was a big songwriter, this guy. Well, yeah. He was massive. Yeah, and he was a big actor, too. And he wasn't really a little. He was like Danny DeVito. Yes, he was small. But. Uh, this is the other thing I never knew about this movie. What? And still to this day, I don't know. Is little Enos his son or his little brother? <laughs> They're the same age. He says daddy. He says daddy. Oh, he does say daddy. Yeah, daddy. This is daddy. The, the guy's two years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make sense. And nothing, none of that made sense. That's the fact so that he needed crazy. 400 cases of beer, the fact that he dropped it off, they, they didn't even pay him. They talk about that. In fact, okay, so another thing. Okay, so in the documentary and from yeah. Little Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood apparently is based on Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham. Yeah. Because it's about a star that started in TV and was struggling with right. movies. Okay. And his stuntman lives with him because his stuntman 
that doesn't isn't getting work. That's what happened with Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham. Okay. Uh, they so that's the one thing. Also, Burt Reynolds was supposed to play Kurt Russell's part in the movie, but he died. Who's Hal Needham? Hal Needham's the guy that wrote and directed this, the stuntman. He's just, he, he's a famous stuntman. Wait a minute, a car stop. Racer. He, Hal Needham. Can you bring him Hal Needham, please? Hal Needham wrote and directed. Smokey and the Bandit? Yeah, and he directed... I never... Why did I never look into who wrote and directed this movie? I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, and I never did the research. Yeah, dude, he did Hooper. He did... He did. Um, love Hooper. He did a Cannonball Run. Yeah. First one's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, is, where is the direct... What's bring his, up... I want to see what it looks like. Bring up his name. Literally as, as exactly like you think he would look. <laughs> like wow. he owns a chicken restaurant. <laughs> uh, that's him right there. So he, go, yeah, just go yeah. to images, buddy. Go to Hal Needham images. Yeah. Oh, go up, go up, go up to the right. The third, four went over to the right on the, no, b- below that. First row. Yeah. Right there, yeah. So that's him right there. Click yeah. on that. Wow, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. I mean, that looks like. Wow. And they talk about this in the documentary. Wow. They talk about in the documentary. Hal Needham was a stuntman who was amazing that wanted to be an actor. Burt Reynolds was an actor who was amazing that wanted to be a stuntman. So they got each other, but they envied each other. And that's why they worked so well together because they yeah. each wanted to be the other guy. And um, they said, Burt Reynolds said, Needham brought him the script and goes, I want you to do this. And, and Burt Reynolds was like, it was the worst script I'd ever read. He goes, it was terrible. And he goes, look, Hal, you're my best friend. You've like done a lot for me in my life. I will do the movie, but you got to get it rewritten. But I promise you I'll do it. And Hal Needham went out and did a rewrite and got it up to working speed. And fucking Burt Reynolds got offered terms of endearment and turned it down. He was like, no, I promised my buddy I would do this Smokey and the Bandit movie. And his reps were like, are you fucking insane? And then it became the biggest movie that year. It was I mean, huge. It was yeah, huge. I mean, where would you, okay, you're, you're Burt Reynolds. Right. You're looking back on your career. You could have been Jack Nicholson's part in terms of endearment or Smokey and the Bandit. What do you pick? Smokey. Yeah. Smokey. Are you what nuts? Do you, what do you pick? Smokey's cool. What do you pick? <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. I he smoking. didn't know at the time, though, dude. No, it was one of those I, things where they, they were like, we were shooting and we were like, uh. <laughs> like it came together. De- De- you know? Deborah Winger. Deborah Winger. Terms of endearment. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, You're saying you would do terms? No, I'm just saying that's a, if you looked at that and said, okay, I'm not doing it. And then you, if, if, if you saw that Deborah Winger was going to be all the people that were going to be in yeah, that movie. That's, that's, that, that's a, that's an Oscar. That's, I mean, that's why it. Reynolds is awesome for yeah. doing that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen WW and the Dixie Dance Kings? No. What's that? It's an older movie. It's almost like a, like a, like a prequel. It's like a pseudo prequel thing. He uh, made it way beforehand. It's a very similar movie. Uh, to what? To Booking uh, the Bandit. It is? It's, it's him. He's like. Bring that up. Russian, uh, he's a convict who. What is it called? WW and the Dixie Dance Kings. I saw. No you lie. know about this? No, never heard of it. I saw no lie a month before he died, dude. Literally a month, maybe two months before he died. The Egyptian Theater in Hollywood, dude. They did a week-long Burt Reynolds Film Festival. Wow. And I went on the last night, and they screened Smokey and the Bandit, Cooper, and Sharky's Machine. Oh, wow, Triple feature. And Burt Reynolds came out after Smokey and the Bandit and did Q&A with the audience. No way. You were there. I was there. That's awesome. I got to see him in person. Did you ask a question? I had my fucking hand up. I had my Smokey and the Bandit action figure in my hand. No. 
and I had it up in the air and I, it was, it's still wrapped. It's an Ertl die cast smoking the bandit action figure of, of the bandit. And I had it with me and I was going to give it to him. If he called on me, I was going to say, I want you to know this. This has brought me joy for 20 years. I want you to have it. Like, and you know what happened? He would have said, I don't want it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you stupid? Then I would have been like, well, so can you sign it? Then? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, son? Yeah, there what, it is. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, which one? That, that one in so the cool. in the one in the package. You have that? I have that. Yeah. That's so cool. It's hanging in my office. I want one. Dude, Where'd you like, get it? They're like twelve dollars. You know what I really so want? Cheap. It's, I thought it was worth like I was like I bet it's worth like seven hundred dollars. You know it's what? Like you know what I really want is uh, that look at the Buffy T Justice one. Where? Right there. Him and Bert. Second one, top row. It might be custom. But it's a custom. I don't think that. Yeah, that's not the same types of figures. Like someone just made them on their own. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I think they only made the Reynolds figures and the die cast for some reason. That looks yeah, like because that was a line of like super yeah. like that's Earl superstars are like a bunch of just characters from movies. You know what uh, I really want? I want the jacket that Dom DeLuise wore in Cannonball Run. Oh, uh, oh, dude, bring that. Can you bring up Cannonball Run ambulance scene, please? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with him and Dom. We're just the drivers. You got to ask the doctor. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Deloise. It is. It's right there. Yeah, that's it. Is this the, is, this is it. You know, by the way, Fatso Blu-ray is about to come out. Special edition. I want to remake the movie. Don't get your hopes up too high. I was pressed Take for time. Big. No problem. Holy shit. I'm honored, sir. I'm Dr. Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas Van Helsing, professor of proctology and other related tendencies, graduate of the University of Rangoon, and assorted night classes at the Knoxville, Tennessee College of Faith Healing. You may be a little overqualified for this job. You got your equipment with you? I never go anywhere without it. <laughs> However, in my particular line of work, I seldom need more than this. <laughs> The uh, finger jokes after he says he's a proctologist. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the scene after this. We'll talk about this later, huh? Now, sir, before we commence this audit, is it before this is kind of this is the intro scene? It's the it, it, this is a comp, so it'll be the next scene. Here's the matter of my compensation. Go forward, I've determined a that bit. my services will require no, just payment of dollars. Right here. To where? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There, 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 there. Where they get pulled over. Right here. Right here. Yeah, right there. Make it big. Here it is. Hi, guys. Deloise's delivery here is what's impeccable. Up? You guys are running 120. Your little lights are flashing all over the place. That's what's up. We got a patient in there. You were still speeding. <laughs> she's, uh, she's very sick. Oh. Well, there's not a hospital within 50 miles of this place. Where are you headed? UCLA. UCLA. UCLA Medical Center. L.A. California. <laughs> uh, now, this is going to sound like a dumb question, but if she's that sick, why didn't you fly her? Why didn't we fly her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a driver. We have to ask the doc. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rewind it. Please rewind it. The delivery is fucking... That is so good. No. <laughs> I'm just a driver. We have to ask the doc. 
He's the best. Is there anybody better? No. What's going on out here? What is this crude interruption? Uh, the patient, uh, why can't she be flown to California? Sis, on the walls of her lungs. Very rare. See, airplanes are only pressurized at 10,000 feet. Now, anybody knows anything about medicine knows that she can't fly. She has to be driven. Well, we couldn't even go through Denver. It's so high. Tell him to go back and pick up Mr. Boyd. Is that lady all right? She's in great pain. Causes her to make certain delirious... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Sounds like she's on something. What the fuck, man? We can't. I mean, do we make those movies anymore? No. I mean, are we? Let me ask you a question. Are we done? Are we just so old? Is that sense of humor fucking over? What is a movie right now, comedy wise? What have they made in the last year that compares to Smoking the Bandit, Cannonball, or any of these? Here's the thing, though, dude. What is it? They make in 30 years, people will watch Holmes and Watson and go, this movie's really funny. Like, why did everybody shit on it? This movie was not acclaimed. Cannibal Run wasn't. Smoking the Bandit was. Yeah, Holmes and Watson. I just watched it, dude. It really made me laugh. Look, I'm not going to doubt you because I doubted you on the funniest movie, one of the funniest movies of all time, MacGruber. Oh, you did? I did. Remember, I was like, go fuck yourself. It's an amazing. You, told, you said you got to watch MacGruber. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're like, dude, it's the, you made me, you made me watch MacGruber. And I was like, I'm not watching that stupid sketch with that dumb shit. I'm not watching it. And, and it's probably one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Of all time. But my um, point is, is like, we have, oh, we have. Sorry. Speaking of MacGruber. Oh, shit. You know, sometimes he gambled with his <laughs> life. Sure. It's a new season. Um, I know you don't bet. You don't, you don't like sports. See you, Joe. Uh, no. <laughs> You don't at all? I mean, like, I'll, I'll watch the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what makes sports better. If you put a little bet on something, little money on something, beginning of the year, whatever you want. You can just do that now, right? You can just do it. You can go to... It used to be a lot harder back in the day. It used to be a lot harder to make a bet. You had to go through... You had to deal with the mob. Not anymore. Antonio Brown is with the Raiders. Lee Levon Bell is with the Jets. This means nothing to you, Joe. Odell Beckham's yep. in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, get this. Uh-huh. And this is where I'm putting my money down the on money. all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. If you love football, you put a little bet on it, Joe. It makes it more exciting. The one thing I'm telling you right now you want to do is mybookie.com. MyBookie is a better has has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book. Period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000. It's only cost 100 bucks to enter. That's it. All you got to do is pick five NFL teams against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard, score share uh, the, your share of huge cash prizes, uh, the prize pool. Um, it's actually a hundred bucks, Joe. All right. Pop it down. And then you just, you can win a hundred grand. Imagine winning a hundred grand. I'm certainly not going to get it with talent. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I would only recommend this service to my listeners because they've been good to me. Uh, I won money on this. I, I'm not a big gambler. I don't do it, but I, I've played. 
uh, I've played on this, mybookie.com. So that's my bookie. It's always, uh, is always the right play. You bet you win, you get paid. That's pretty much the way it is. You bet you win, they pay you cash. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game, right? Up to a thousand first deposit bonuses. They double your first deposit. So they're going to double it. All you got to do is use promo code YKWD to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use promo code YKWD so you let them know that you came from us, you heard it here, and you're going to save yourself a little cash. Get a little cash, actually. When you're creating your account to claim your bonus, you're going to get a bonus. Double your first deposit. You put a thousand down, two grand. Bet, win, get paid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, we can't smoke in here, right? No, you can't smoke anywhere anymore, dude. Well, I mean, it's your call, isn't it? No. Okay. No, you can't smoke. You can't smoke inside. I mean, we could. (laughs) You smoke in your apartment? Yeah. You do. Not my my New York one because I have roommates here, but in LA, my own one, I do. Really? Yeah. Not always, but I'll have one in here. I don't even think, I mean, Dawn smokes once in a while. Yeah. So, but she goes outside. It's like, well, it'd just be nice to smoke here as I talk to you. That's all. I'd love, I would love, remember me and you both used to smoke and do the podcast. Yeah. Like Bob, chimneys. As you sit here and bitch about where have all the real men gone? I mean, you went and fucking ran for the hills. You, you got cigars, rid of the dude, cigarettes. I'm a fucking bigger man than anybody. Yeah, fucking I'm a cigars. real fucking man. <laughs> I'm smoking a fucking $15 bat. I'm smoking one pack of cigarettes. At one time, like a man, the, uh, I'm putting a big brown cock in my mouth in front of other men, I was and just I'm not say, caring. Did you hear the Carla thing? What? How do you have? We had enough of this cigar smoking shit in this country. <laughs> what is he saying? And he goes, "White pussy businessman sucking on a big brown dick." Because <laughs> uh, Sigmund Ford said, "Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar." Oh yeah, well sometimes <laughs> it's a big brown dick. <laughs> very no, funny. Oh, it is. It is very funny. By the way. Just wetting the helmet of a cock for an hour and a half. Uh, I can't, I, I don't mind cigars. I can't, uh, I can't invest in them. I can't get into them. I kind of went a little overboard. But you don't do anything else. <laughs> what are you shaking your head for? Your humidor is incredible. <laughs> like overflowing. I have around, yeah, I have around 700 cigars. 700 cigars? Yeah. yeah. Re- Rebecca at the Creek in the Cave. I think it's her fault. Wait a minute. What? Where is your humidor? It's in my uh, room, my office in my house. Okay. So how big is your hum- humidor? Size of that door behind you. This big? Yeah, and, that and tall. What's it look like? Like a, like a Looks like, like a, a cabinet. Like a, like the thing, like, like a yeah, cooler you, you'd put drinks in, like the pizza shop? No. It looks like a cabinet you'd see in a humidor. Like a, like a big, it's called an English humidor. It's it doesn't a, have a glass front. It has a glass front. It does. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, but it's like kind of okay, like yeah. the thing you keep the sodas in in the shop. Yeah, just a little more classy. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then it was actually in the Creek in the cave. I was there one day and it, it, she had all kinds of, sh I went back to look at something in the back little where they do the ticketing. And I go, that's a nice humidor. She goes, what? I go, that's a humidor. It's an English humidor. She goes, really? I go, yeah. And she had like just shit and a couple ticket things or whatever. Cause you want it. I go, I'll be by tomorrow. I came by the next day, put it in my car, went home and I refurbished it. Yeah, that's it. How did you fit that into your car? I just did. I, there was no way I wasn't fitting that into my car. But I mean, was it sticking out of the trunk? Or? Nope. I put down every seat and I just mushed it in my car. Like, like seats? I had, I had an I SUV. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. But yeah. I, but, were, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's that, that's actually, a, uh, mine has just, doesn't have all those draws. It only has two draws, but so, it's four levels. Uh, so yours has four levels. I fixed it. I fixed the lock on it. I had to take another lock and, and repair it. And then I put a, uh, I put a, uh, what is that thing on the, uh, um, uh, Jesus, uh, not a, uh, a humid, a humid what the fuck is it? Humidifier? No, I forget the thing that tells you how, how humid it is in there. <coughs> oh, a uh, thermostat. Uh, no, <clears throat> hydrometer. Oh, fuck. I always forget it. Oh, whatever. Yeah, what? Hydrometer? Hydrometer, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Anyways, Excuse I put me. a new one in, and then I put cigars in, and I slowly started adding to it. And- uh, Hygrometer. Yeah. And um, I fixed it. I sealed it. I put lights in it, so now it lights up, and it's fucking- And I just have so many cigars, dude. So what- Okay, so so the, see the top three shelves there? Yeah. That's basically what your shelves look like? Yeah, those are full. Okay, they're full. Yeah. So then basically they're just lined with cigars. I have then, three more shelves going down. Right. And so then each that, shelf is, each one of those compartments is lined with cigars. Lined with cigars, doubled. Doubled. So and then I have, know what's where. And then and I have, because I, the way I organized it, up top is Tatuajes and Marfathers. Uh, up top is actually giveaway cigars, good cigars, but, you know, ones that I might not smoke. Right. Right. And I know that these are light, these are a little heavy. People are coming over. I don't know if you smoke cigars. I'm not going to give you one of my great cigars if I don't know you smoke. Then there's my eye level one is Tatuajes, My Father's, uh, Padron, all these really they, great they sort of the day-to-days. Da Davidoffs. Then I have my special ones in the middle, you know, and then I have my boxes of well, Cubans down the down bottom. Though. Special ones meaning what? Special ones meaning ones that people gave me, like anniversary editions. You know, the one that... Um, Dan Soda gave me. It's a post, uh, a post, a pre-embargo Cuban cigar. What does that mean? That means before uh, the Cuban embargoes. Cuban embargo, yeah, before Castro took over. But how old is that? I mean, it's fucking what? Fifties, right? And you can smoke it still. Yeah, and it Fuck wouldn't yeah. taste like shit. No way. No. How? Because it's cigarette. Because you keep a, you keep a cigar like you keep wine. I keep that thing at sixty-eight humidity. And you know for sure that the person before you did the same. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I see. You can tell. You can take a cigar. I took a whole box that went dead. Uh, uh, this guy gave me all these old cigar boxes a couple of years ago. And I was going to make a wall with the cigar box. No, you know, he never did it. So Dawn was going to, I'll just take him to the art teacher because she'll do stuff with him. Beautiful. Cigar boxes are fucking beautiful. Most of them are like works of art. Yeah. Okay. And she went through them and found a box a whole box that they must've just threw in there by accident. And they were all fucking, you know, hard. I put them in my humidor on the bottom shelf. 
which is the highest humidity. And for two months, they're the, some of the best cigars I have. Really? Oh, so good. So you can rejuvenate a cigar. Rejuvenate. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. what, um, what is the cost of that pre-embargo cigar? Dan never Roughly. told me. But I mean, you he, bring it up. You Dan know, never told me. I, mean, like, I don't. I didn't look. I'm saying it's almost like getting a, guess, a right. It was almost yeah. like getting a wedding ring. Ring. You don't want to look how much it is. You just want to say thank you. But I'm because saying, I, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's this, but it might not be. It might. I, I think it was expensive. It was probably a hundred bucks. Yeah, I was going to say you can make an educated Maybe 50, guess, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can probably get them. Yeah, for whatever. But yeah, the. I I won't smoke that cigar. I'll smoke that cigar when either Dan has a kid, Dan gets married. Um, yeah, I mean, or geez. when I, you know, when my my millions come to me by divine white in a perfect way, the walls of lack and delay now crumble away. I fulfill my destiny. But it's uh, one cigar, and it's in a thing, and it's uh, it's really just you know it's really cool. I got a bunch yeah, of those that's little beautiful, cigars. Yeah. Dude. It's in a little I got, thing I got a whole sh- like a glass thing. No, it's a tube, plastic tube, in okay. a bag with with the information on it. But I also have like a a, a whole shelf of Cubans. For when I leave the country, I always create a box of Cubans. That's great. I always buy a box of Cubans. And no you don't have trouble. You don't have trouble getting them back. No, in? you can bring two, two, like one or two boxes back. The uh, I really <clears throat> what I wanted to do this. I mean, I ended up doing it with video games. Yeah. Instead, which I'm very proud of my video game collection. I have yeah. Thirty five. We both we and, both have this thing. Yeah. I call it our mission. We both have to have a mission. Yeah. We both have to have something that we wake up. And we can go buy or find, and it can't be easy. Yeah, it has to be difficult. Um, and something that we can it can expand and go other routes. It can't just be one thing. Yeah, and 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 like whether it be a certain jacket with a certain thing in it, or yeah. shoes, or or cigars, or video games. It's a mission because what it does is it takes us out of the anxiety of whatever we're fucking thinking. And we can fucking pinpoint focus on that mission. I looked. Yeah. I look, I have certain games. I mean, I have games that I just want to get yeah. or things I'll find that are, that are, that I don't know about. And I go, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. But like, I have a list in my phone of like, these are games I'm like hunting for. Right. And when I find them, I literally will be like, ah, oh, yeah, I fucking yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, what are you hunting for? Well, I just got Panzer Dragoon for my Sega Saturn. Uh, Which, why or say again? The last one or the first one? The first one. I don't even. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's a dragon shooter. It means nothing to me. It's a game where you're a dragon and you fly through and you shoot shit. You so know what it another, is, Mark? Yeah. You have it. Yeah, that one. So you cl- have it. It's he, a classic. You know, he has. He has a yeah, nerd. Yeah, we, yeah, we've talked about it. Oh, okay. The, uh, the it's a classic game. It's not the most expensive. The most expensive one is one. It was one called Panzer Dragoon Orta, which a oh, saga. <laughs> well, I saw. Oh yeah, maybe it was Saga. Yeah, Saga's the third one. Nerd battle. I saw Saga at a video game convention for the Xbox, and I go, I go, how much is this? The guy goes eight hundred dollars. I was like, all right, why? Because it's It's incredibly rare. rare. It's incredibly rare. It's rare and sought after. I mean, but I was looking. I just wanted one of the Panzer Dragoons so I could start my collection of the series. And the fact that I found the first one. And then the guy was like, oh, just so you know, dude, this is a Japanese Saturn game. And I was like, I have the expansion card for my Saturn. I can play Japanese games. Whoa. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it feels good to be like, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it for 20 bucks. I just got something. And the guy next to me goes, are you buying that? And I go, yeah. And he goes, ah, 
<laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So that, that always feels good too. Yeah. I just did that with watches, but not Rolexes, uh, Seikos and Casios. Mm-hmm. I just did. That was my mission for, I would say six months is because there's certain Casios. People think Rolex, 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 all these expensive watches, but there's a high end. Yes. The gold Casio, yep. the Seikos. I have. Those are awesome. Of, like the old digital ones. The, yeah, 1990s. Yeah, those are great. Uh, the Skywalker. Type in the, I just, I got the Skywalker, which is becoming very rare. That's awesome. 1990s windsurfer. There it is right there in the middle. Go over to the right. Keep oh, like right the there. circular digital? Keep, okay. Yeah, click on that. I have this watch. This watch is so God, fucking yeah. beautiful and so unique. Yeah. 1990s, they made that fucking thing. I mean, you felt like fucking James Bond. I had some, I didn't have that watch, but we all had one of the, we had a thing where you go, you could do this with it. Like yeah. Like those, those, <laughs> yeah. those red things on the, they go up. So yeah. they, they, everything works on that watch. And um, I got the, I got another one too. And then I got, I got a couple of Casios. And then I got a, uh, what's the other one I got? I got a Seiko, a Seiko too. Seiko's fucking I mean, I people do it with uh, those watches are great. And you know how much that's going to be? It's going to be like 700 bucks in a couple of years. My collections, I have three, my three collections. I do video games. I have four, excuse me. I do video games, horror movies. My horror movie collection is becoming pretty extensive at this point. And I do hip hop. So I have hip hop. Cause I've been listening to hip hop since I was a kid. What's your favorite hip hop band? Band EPMD is my favorite of all time. What's that? What are they They're, um, you got to ch- the crossover was their biggest hit. I, I don't think you would know them though, dude. If, Why not? Um, because th- they were never like super mainstream, really. Yeah, but like they had a song crossover that was p- fairly bit. It, but it's not like it's not like a Puff Daddy song though, where you're gonna hear it. You know, once in a while you'll hear you got to chill somewhere, really. But I I have I have been collecting hip hop tapes since I was a kid. And I shipped them all out from New York to LA. I found, I found my stash at my yeah. mom's house in the attic and I shipped them out and I got a nice cabinet for them, three drawer cabinet and put them all in. And then I stepped back and I was like, man, between this and my CDs and my records, I got a fucking good, I got like a comprehensive hip hop collection. Oh shit. So then I, I really got really back into it and I started to buy shit. So it's like, I go and, like I have CIA, which is Ice Cube's group before NWA. What? Like I have shit like that. I have MC Search before Third Base, twelve inch single still unopened, like still wrapped. Who was he with be- before Third Base? He was just MC Search. Really? Yeah. I have I have his singles, his twelve inch singles unopened, like just shit like that. You know what I mean? Was he as good? No, it's not as. I mean, it's good, uh, but it's not as. It's not as good. It's it's you can hear. How it's come very nobody dated. talks about Third Base? They're awesome, man. Yeah, how come nobody talks know. about them? I don't know. The cactus? Yeah. How come the gas face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played I played him for Max. Don was like, don't play. I'm like, you're crazy. Third uh, bass is the best. There it is, the cactus album. That album was fucking incredible, man. Unbelievable. And they yeah. were messing, they were messing with Hammer, MC <laughs> Hammer, and MC Hammer put a hit out on him. I know. Yeah. MC Hammer put a hit out on Isn't that crazy? On uh what's his name? Uh on search. On search. Search has crazy stories, dude. If you watch his YouTube videos, that's the hammer one. Yeah, I do. He's actually, he's uh, very interesting to listen to. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's got a story about Bushwick Bill that's fucking What's nuts. that? I don't remember the story, but I just remember it was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. But people don't realize how um, how cr- instrumental he was to New York rap music. Like, like, I just went to the Fat Beats 25th anniversary and everybody there was fucking thanking, third, thanking MC Search. Why? Because they were like, I without- thought they were hated. No, they were like without MC Search, like we none of and it well, was because and he started people, managing people. MC Search discovered Nas. Yes, he discovered Nas. That. Yes, that's fucking he crazy. Started, yeah, dude. he started. Yeah, he started producing. Yeah, it's like he's got a lot of respect, but he did. He did what a lot of groups from that era did, which was like they put out a classic and then they kind of just called it a day. They put out two records and he was like, "All right." He put out one solo record and he was like, "I'm done." I'm going to go do other shit, but just gone. He, no, he's around, but he just, you know, he does radio and he does, you know, whatever yeah. he does now. But, um, but, uh, but anyway, just, I'm just t- t- more importantly collecting. Yeah. I it's, hear you, dude. It's like, well, it's, it's, so you do it watches in the cigars. I do it with this stuff. Yeah. People, you know, but it, I think people, not everybody does this. It's, it's a certain type of person. Ryan Hamilton does it. Believe it or not. What's he collect? He doesn't collect things. He gives himself some missions. It's a, when you're on the road and you're by yourself and you're, you know, this, this stand-up game is a lonely game. Even though we're all friends and we have friends, you need something to occupy your brain space right. other than drugs and fucking shooting heroin and hookers and shit. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, so I think what we do to, to replace that is, you know, find these things to look for because you're in a town, dude, you're going to go right. look, Oh, there's a record store. I'll go down there. I'll fucking look at a record store or, you know, I'll, you know, I'll go to flea markets to look for these watches or I was in an, I, I'm a, I'm a big knife collector now. I yeah. love, I love fucking blacksmithing. Right. I love knife making. I think guys who make knives are, are just amazing. I started, um, I just have, Oh, I forgot. I have knives. I had a, uh, um, let me just read this real quick from. Hey, take your time. This huh? is, um, this is, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, Jack, come on. They're talking around. Um, I can't, where's my glasses? Is there any way you could, what? There's more ice somewhere. Yeah, we can get some more ice. Sorry. Is that rude of me to no. ask? Okay. Just bring it in a different way. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah. This, uh, he's, uh, his name is uh, Keith. Keith the Dick. Uh, on Instagram, this, he's great. He makes these amazing knives and he contacted me when I was up in Rochester and he's like, listen, I'd love for you to come by my shop. I went by his shop. I saw these, he told me that all these knives and how they're made and why them, it was just fucking crazy to me. And his family business makes the glass. They polish the glass for iPhones. It's fucking nuts. Wow. Yeah. But he goes, I'd like to, you know, make something for the comedy camp, blah, blah, blah. And he made everybody who went to comedy camp a knife. I want to go camping with you, dude, by the way. Yeah. Awesome. So everybody, everybody has their own knife and it says 2019 comedy camp on it. <laughs> and it's a pocket knife for everybody who went. So remind me to bring yeah. those in and we can get them to people. You want to go camping? Yes. If you can carve me a sleep. I saw the mess. video and I fucking messaged you, you fucking asshole. What? Yeah, I messaged you. I commented, excuse me, on Instagram. Yeah, but you can't, you're never going to survive. Respond. You didn't respond. I didn't see it. I, I don't wrote look at back, comments. I wrote to you, I saw the video of you and Ari eating fish. Yeah. And this is what made me want to go. 
Ari biting the trout. I go like this. Oh, it's so fresh. <laughs> I was like, I want to go do this. It's so great. I want to do it. We're going in a couple of weeks. Where? When? Uh, it's on a, I believe on a Monday. Um, yeah, we're going to go up fishing for the day. I want to go. And we might stay the night. I want to go. And, uh, I need a pole though. I don't have a pole. I have it. You got I a give, spare pole? I got, I got, a, I got three, four. I want to go, dude. I'm serious. Okay. And I want to cook fish. Okay. Can we also, oh, by the way, I'm dead serious. Cause this is all I thought about when yeah. I was watching the video. Are you allowed to like bring sandwiches to eat while you're. <laughs> yeah. We go get lunch. <laughs> Cause I was like, if all they have to eat is that fucking piece. No, of fish, no, we, no, no, we bring lunch. Kill myself. We'll bring lunch. <laughs> yeah. We bring a cooler. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah we caught those, that fish was I so. I want to cook hot dogs on a fire. Dude. I, I, uh, yeah, we could cook on a fire yes. and stick it on a stick. And cook it over the fire. Yeah, man. I love If you want to go, but are you, are you going to be able to fuck it? Are you going to be all right out there? What do you mean? You brought fucking Verzi, you cocksucker. Yeah, you he's think, a man. You think I can't? He's a man. He was cold in 65 degree weather. Yeah, because, well, it was fucking cold out. It was cold. 65 degrees, huh? Yeah, have you ever stayed outside in 65 degree weather? And you're from LA. You'd fucking scream. You would quit. I'm You'd, from LA. Did you just say that? Ooh. Did you just say that? I think that? I did. Uh, you think I can't survive no, with that fucking big nose Jew you bring up there? You think I can't? <laughs> I'll be fine. There's no way you're gonna survive. If, Bob, if, if you had to do it, you're not going out did? into the fucking Ozarks. I know, but if <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're going to a stream half a mile from from the city, so it's it's around an hour and a half out. All right, I'll live. Worst comes to worst, I'll up, run back to civilization. If we're up the side of a mountain, you're not. You're gonna run an hour and a half in the dark down a mountain. You don't know me, dude. I know you. I'm fine. I'll bring a fuck. What, 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 what's gonna happen to me? I don't know. I don't know. Probably nothing. All right, let's see what happens. All right, all right. You're in. Next time we go, you're in. I'll kill have, a bear with my bare hands. No, you, you won't kill. You think I won't? If you're talking about a gay guy at a rest stop, yeah, but not a real bear. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we're sure going to wrap this up. You're going to go next time. I'm going to go. You sure? And I'm only looking at my phone because I'm, I'm meeting a friend uh, and I got to just tell her uh, what time I'm meeting her. Girl? Uh, it's a lady friend, but it's not a date. A lady friend? It's not a date. I can't stand you. What happened to Joey? <sighs> huh? Joey's dead. Joey, Joey Roses is dead. No, Joey Rose. What are you alive. texting her a fucking love letter? Just no, say we'll I be just right out. Saying, see you there at ten. Right, see you there. She get it out. We're wrapping up. Jesus Christ, things haven't <laughs> changed. I had another thing I wanted to tell you. Though. What? Oh, oh! I started collecting VHS tapes. No, that's just stupid. It's not stupid. Why is it not stupid? Uh, First of all, I'll tell you why it's stupid. If I brought you to my house, which you'll never come because you're a selfish cocksucker I've, I've never like been every invited. other fucking comedian. Never been invited. Like you, like Rachel, like Jay, Soder, whenever any of you come to town. Hey, dude, come meet me. I'm staying over here. Meet me right next door at the place I'm staying at. I want you to go to my place. To my place. Ah, uh, dude, I'd love to. But uh, you know, you're all selfish. Never invited me. You're all selfish. Never invited me. I well, come to LA and I will invite okay. you. Okay. Keith Robinson, I'll say, don't come. I'm, co <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming in three weeks. Uh, no, but I have VHS. I, I uh, If I showed you my VHS tapes, you were because I only collect certain ones. Like what? Classic horror, classic action, classic sci-fi. Here's the problem with your VHS collection. It's going to deteriorate with the air. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. Watch it. I've had VHS tabs no, from you don't 10 watch years them. ago. They're worth money. 
What, what are you going to do? Got, with them? I have these Star Wars. Okay, dude, I've got, I found these things. I found these things that are like fucking yard sales for a dollar. Yeah. I have these Star Wars original VHS release, like C, like the C, you know, from the CBS logo on the side. I have like Star Wars VHS that are worth like $90 <laughs> that I paid like $2 for. I thought you were going to say $900. Well, they, they, inc- 90, they I will, increase I will buy them for a hundred and step on them. They increase in <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's not as good as your gold Seiko, you fucking. I don't have fucker. the gold Seiko. First of all, that's the one I want. And, if you did, and that's I'd a lot more than $90. <laughs> I'd steal it. I'd go hawk it and they go, what dummy did you steal this from? That's not Worthless. true. That's not true. That's I'm going to come to your house and break your pre-fucking regime cigar. <laughs> Soda makes me sick. Try to show these classy. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a pre-regime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you will not break that cigar. That cigar is very sacred to me. I'm going to make favorite. it. You want to talk about comedian missions? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get booked right near your house. And that's going to be my mission to break into your house <laughs> at night and break that cigar. Yeah. There you go. The CBS Fox collection. Yeah. I will fucking, I will literally offer you 500 that you can't refuse. And I will fucking rip the tape out in front of you. Why would, why would you want to And then that? wipe my asshole away. I don't understand why you would want to do Because that. The artwork on them. I'm telling you, I collect them for the artwork on the boxes. It's awesome. Oh my God. What's the artwork on the boxes? Stop well, showing Verzi. What are you doing? <laughs> look up, look up Chuck, look up Chuck Norris. Good guys wear black VHS. Chuck Norris. What's good that? guys wear What's black that? VHS. It's one of the ones I just got. But what is it? It's a VHS. It's an old action movie, but the VHS tape is so fucking great looking. Are you? Look at that, dude. Look at that fucking, look at that, dude. Photo. That's the box, though. Yeah, but it's a photo. But my point is, is you got that on your shelf. It looks pretty fucking great. Man. Let me see. Where is it? You well, lost it. Your fucking great producer just. I can't. He, he's filling in. What the is guy it? That, it's a guy. The guy that forgot the, the mouse was across the room. <laughs> it's just a I'm guy. Oh, he's. Uh, it's a guy. Oh, it's you. Sorry. It's a photo with with with. It's, well, it's you got no aesthetic. I got no what. What did you just call me? A, <laughs> you call me anti-Semitic? You just call me. <laughs> are you talking That's a about? fucking. Oh, come on, dude. What? You tell me you saw that in the video store That's when you were a kid. Right. You wouldn't have fucking got excited. That's yeah, awesome I mean, looking, man. I mean, Chuck Look at the reflection in his glasses of the guy jumping into the car. Yeah. It's a fucking great look. I'm not saying it's a good movie. It's just a great looking piece of Is that of him art. jumping through the windshield? No idea. Never seen it. Never, <laughs> I'll never watch it. <laughs> we I didn't just, get it for that. We're just trying to fill a hole yeah. in our stomachs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's me desperately trying to avoid going... Peg me in my ass, sweetheart. Oh, man. It, that's all it is. It's you me just, just waiting. Let it happen. I'm going to have I'm going to have You should. Gonna have While to. you're in New York, let it happen. I had a chick ask me recently. She wanted to peg you? Mm-hmm. Why have we been talking about dumb watches and tapes for the last hour? <laughs> yeah. When you could have brought yeah, up- Yeah, let's get into some it. Some girl wanted to fucking stick let's it in your Let's get into rump. what both of us want. <laughs> yeah. I can't get it. I'm you out think of I don't game. want Bailey- Jay to fucking grab me by the throat and go shut up. But she's not gonna. I know. Do you know why? Why? Because she does. She she wants you to be the man. I don't want to be the man. Most Bailey. most transsexuals want to be a woman. They don't want to. I want. They don't want to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I be? A what woman? the fuck? You what? That's how much. The, that's how much. By the way. That's the gender reversal happening right now. 
is there are transsexual men who are now women <laughs> saying, treat me, treat me like a fucking woman. Yeah. And there are going to be men going, no, treat me like a woman. <laughs> Do you really, you want to be the bottom. In with the, Bailey? With a, with a transgendered woman. Uh, you get a hot transgender chick, right? You want her to dominate you. And I'll tell you why. Do you know why? I'm not against it. T- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against because, it. And I'm not going to lie. Because for you to be the dominant male, you, it's, it, it, you've done that. You don't want that. You want to have somebody smush your face into a pillow. Let me somebody buy me dinner for once. Yeah. Buy you dinner, a.k.a. Stick something in your rump. Yeah, stick a fucking sausage. Right where you're presenting. In my yeah. fucking oven. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Why not? Ah, oh, brother. I don't I know. Fuck. I really don't. I got a kid. I can't fuck around with that. <laughs> I can't have my kid going, Dad, did you really fucking? <laughs> did you and Joe DeRosa really fucking do that? <laughs> It's got to be a chick with a dick, though. No shit. It can't be a dude. It can't be a dude with a dick. No, because that's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. You'll fucking argue with him and kick him out of your house. Yeah. 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 yeah basically. What do you mean you don't like Smokey and the Bandit? Get out. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing her the VHS. Now, what? Showing what, him the VHS tapes. What is your dream? What is your dream? Besides Bailey, we know Bailey. Bailey's a unicorn. What is your dream? What is your dream transgendered fantasy girl? What is she? Is she Hawaiian? Is she Chinese? Is she? It's, fi- it's, it's Bailey. It's Bailey all the way. Nobody, nobody's ever topped her. So you want a Caucasian. Not you want a white girl. Actually, I like what's her face. Um, what's her face? What's her name? The famous one. There's a lot of famous ones. No, the, 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 like the super famous one with the one name. Um, that Spanish looks girl? like uh, Dominican almost. Spanish girl. Big butt. She's a little older. Oh, you mean uh, the one that made out with uh, Mike Tyson? I don't know about that. She did a scene Type with Bailey. In. Transgendered girl makes out with she did Mike Tyson. With, with Mike Tyson. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's pretty. Um, say it. Come on, you got it. I want to say like, oh, Vanity, Vanity. That's it, Vanity. Vanity, yeah. Yeah, you know she made out with fucking Mike Tyson, right? I didn't. At the At the Porn Expo, he was walking through. She was walking through. She said hi. He was like, yo, what's up? And then they started kissing, and he didn't know it was a fucking dude. Oh, man. They got that vanity, video? I do know, and I don't care. I know. You wouldn't, would you? That's not Vanity, though. No, Vanity. Type in Vanity. Take vanity, Mike Tyson, out of it. Mike Tyson yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take out Mike Tyson, just put Vanity, tr- porn star, trans. Uh, well, you got to put trans or she male because, yeah, porn star. Because I think there's a straight woman Steer? named, oh yeah, god, look right. at oh my god, she's so yeah. hot. Yeah, type hit the third one so we can put it on the thing. Yeah, third, she's very pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah, I mean, look, oh, man. yeah, dude. That's me? a woman. It's hundred percent a woman, except for the ten-inch dick in the front. But that's a woman. That's 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 what I call a woman improved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah until she gets a fucking widow's peak when thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem when she gets great chin hairs, and you're like, yeah. Ugh. All of a sudden, she looks like Mister Furley. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, oh, man, oh, she's my a pretty girl. God, dude. She is fucking yeah. smoking. Let's go get one tonight. One each. Yeah, I got to meet my friend. Yeah, well, fuck her. I'll pay. You just said you didn't want your kid to. Yeah, come on. Me and you, we'll go get him. I'll pay. We'll go get some in the. We'll go to Brooklyn where they're really Listen, good. Yeah. What you can afford, I don't want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know you insulted me. No, I'm not insulting you. It's what I could afford too. But I can afford, I can afford a $500 one for each. Listen, but anything in any gender or any sexuality that you and I could afford, I don't want. Why? Because. What the fuck does that mean? I just said 500 each. We can't afford the clean stuff. 500 is clean. Dude, 500 is clean. No? What? Am I, am I dated? (laughs) Yeah, you haven't gotten a hooker since 1986. <laughs> it was like movies used to be 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus clean, Christ, dude. Clean she Yeah, back in my day, a tranny was a nickel. <laughs> uh, back in my day, you get a tranny with a conversation and a fucking movie. <laughs> All oh, right. I would, I would let her. Vanity, if you're listening, you can tear my ass apart. Jesus, Josephine. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not even joking. Really? You're just done with it, huh? You don't care anymore. Why would I care? What do I care? What am I going to mean? What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I don't think so. Oh, I mean, look yeah. at that. Look at don't Bailey. Show, just we can't show charging it. right after it. Is that Bailey? I forgot they did a scene together. No, ba- her and Bailey's scene is nice. Well, really? You know, at this point, you think you Bailey rem- throw me a bone. No pun intended. <laughs> as a friend. You ever see Michelle Firestone? <laughs> transgender no, porn star? Yeah. Who's that? Michelle Firestone. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Firestone. Yeah. There we go. Ready? Boom. Let's get that. Oh, well. Who's it? That lady in the suit up there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, There's Joe Firestone, the comedian. Huh? <laughs> there you go. I, there you go. There you go, dude. You can't show that, right? No, but it's not on screen. Oh, it's not on screen. Okay, then show. There you go. Uh, I like she's hot. Tits are a little small. All right, wait a minute. Go back. Go to the next one. Yeah, but she doesn't have tits. That's called the chest. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's it's a little. I mean, look right there. Click on that. You want to get up? Make that big. Yeah. There you go, Joe. You're doing a gig (laughs) somewhere in Michigan. You go back to your room and and that right there. No. No. No, because that's just that's just an effeminate dude. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's, crazy. you can tell she's still in the transition phase there. I don't know how. You mean the penis and the balls? <laughs> uh, she's beautiful. You're crazy. This is the guy with painted toenails. You're out of your mind. Get the fuck out of here. Take her off. No, but other, they're, they're, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's beautiful. Am I, I mean, right? I would hook up with her as a second in a threesome. To Bailey? Yeah, I need one. I need like, I, I want one of them to have big tits. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, apparently you like big boobs. I like the idea of a woman with a cock. I'm not going to fucking, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I have, I got no qualms about it. Right. Uh, yeah. But I've, uh, you know, I haven't really gone down that road yet. Huh? Hey, if you're listening and you're out there, give me a call. You've never done it. Once I hooked up with Thank one. you. What happened? Nothing. I got a hand job. You never, you, you touched your dick. No. There's no way. I promise you I didn't. Hang on one second. I would tell you. Do you think I'm going to stop now? I would yes. tell you. I would absolutely tell you if I not touched Not on you. air. On air. Not on air. <laughs> not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I you, would tell you. 
I would you tell you. How did you know she was uh, transgender? I could just, I could tell. From what? The only way you can tell is if her balls uh, are her, her chin. Her voice. <laughs> her Ooh. five o'clock shadow. What would she Oh, she sound like Dante? No, I could just, <laughs> I could just tell. I just, you, I could just tell. How? The website he found her on. Right. I don't know. I <laughs> Where'd just, you meet her? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. And it was in the thing. No. You met her on the street. Yeah. And you had what coffee? Yeah. With a little chocolate. Yeah, we had coffee and a little and biscuit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you had that, and then you yeah, made out. We had a jambon sandwich. And then what? Yeah, we made we yeah we hooked up. You made out where? Where? Yeah, where? At a bar. You made out at the bar and she jerked you off in the bar. Not in the main bar. Where in the, what part no, of the I'm bar? private. We went into private. Where's a private bar? We went into private. I What's private? What does that mean? There's no private a, in a bar. In the bathroom what does that mean? You went, no, no, you're making stuff up now. Where'd you go? Where'd you get a hand job? Into the bathroom. So you went, that's not or the bar. in the alleyway. All right, so My you went, memories are blurring. So you together. went into an alleyway with her and she jerked you off in an alley. To completion? I believe so. Yeah. So you, 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 and you knew she was a transgendered girl. Be- uh, yeah. Because of what? I just was fairly positive at that point. Her hands were bigger than you. It just, there was something. She could palm a basketball. Yeah. She was wearing size 14 Nikes. Yeah. She put me over her shoulder and carried me outside. <laughs> and I thought this is probably used to be a man. Yeah. Uh, no, I could just, you know, I could just tell, I don't know. It's, it's like hard to How'd explain. she kiss. Great. Yeah. You didn't care? No. Really? I don't care. You just want your dick touched. I like a chick with a dick and I like chicks. I can't. I like I can't, both. You can't argue with a man like you. Yeah. What do you, what do you, the nothing look at, to argue look at with. Bailey. She's beautiful. The fucking hottest chick I've ever seen. You ever? She's, she's in my top five. Yeah. Easily. You ever go to Tampa? No. Oh, she's Why, what's down in there. Tampa? They live down there. I'm waiting for the invite, Bailey. She's not just going to invite you to Tampa to her house. She's married. You know? Well, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah, she is pretty. Holy God. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's amazing now. She's it's, so mature. Oh, dude. She got like thick. Oh, my yeah. God, she's like fucking. It's, she's got hips. It's stupid, dude. She has no hair naturally. It's stupid. Huh? She has no hair naturally. She's shaved head? What? No, she has hair. That's her hair. I think she has no hair. She has no hair naturally. That's a wig. But her, her legs and arms, she doesn't have hair. Like it, like an American Indian has no hair. Yes. Yes. Like Holy God almighty. Yeah. I know. Oh, what are you yeah, going to yeah. do? All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to... We're going to wind up sucking each other off. <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got, brother? Uh, where am I at? Uh, Vermont Comedy Club. Yeah. First weekend of October. The Stand. I'm headlining one yeah. night only, one show only, September 13th. It's a Friday. Come the fuck through. What? Oh, sorry. And uh, that's those are my plugs. That's great, man. I'm glad. I'm so glad you're back in New York, dude. Yeah, me too, man. It's good to have you back. I'm here. Shit, right now I'm here indefinitely. I mean, I still have my place in LA, but uh, but right now I'm here till. I don't know. Can I October. stay there when I go back? Yeah. I got to go there in a couple of weeks. For what? Oh, yeah. That's for you. Oh, congrats, by the way. On what? I saw the announcement. Oh, on the, the Despicables? Is that what it's called? Degenerates. Degenerates. Stop acting like you don't know and that I, you don't care. I do Stop. care. Stop. Stop it. I do okay. care. It's All great. Right. It's going to be amazing. But the name does elude me. Okay. 
Despicables, Degenerates. I, I, I forget. Yes, it's going to be fun. Stephano. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix uh, is is happening in uh, two weeks. I'm going to Vegas next week. Comedy Cellar Vegas, the fifth Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, actually, not Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I do the Despicables, the dis- Degenerates, Degenerates, the Degenerates on Thursday, and then I go right to Side Splitters in Tampa, where I'll be meeting my friend <laughs> Bailey J. <laughs> Uh, and her husband, Matt. What day is he in Vegas? Uh, Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, of, Sunday. What What are the dates though? Uh, 5th through the 11th. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to be out there. It's going to be awesome. And then we have uh, Creeps with Kids Tour. It's going to be sick. I'm so excited for all this. I'm so excited for you and Adrian, first of all. Both yeah. named as uh, yeah. the Degenerates. A couple other friends in there too. I, oh, Nikki's in there. Nikki's nice in there. Lineup. Yeah. Miss Pat, I love. Miss Pat, yeah. You know, Darnell's in there. He's yes. a killer. Great lineup. Yeah. Proud of you guys. Happy for you guys. Yeah. Um, and then also the the the, the Creeps with Kids tour, I think is this is great. Look at this. You're doing all these theaters. Yeah. That's so funny. I was talking to Bert uh, Kreischer the other day, and I was looking at his tour dates. We were on the bonfire on Jay and Dan show, and we were looking at his tour dates, and I they were plugging them, and I go, Oh shit, Bert, you're doing Carnegie Hall? It's fucking amazing. And he goes, it's Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it on yours too. I was like, I almost did it again. I was like, oh shit. Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's no. awesome. Look at this though. The Count Basie Theater, dude. What? Wilbur. These are great fucking. Yeah. It's great. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be fun to tour and not be alone. Not have to fucking go up after whatever and deal with uh, all the fucking spots and the fucking everybody who comes is there to see the show, <clears throat> which I love. We just got to sell these shows out. So make sure you go, uh, Don't wait, buy your tickets. Now it's the, I'm telling you four of the fucking funniest headliners in the world are on this tour. Ron Bennington, Rich Voss, Jim Florentine, myself, we're coming, awesome. we're coming to your town and it's $30 a ticket. We kept the ticket price low. We didn't do the VIP, all the stuff. Because we didn't want to jack up the price. We wanted you to get your wife, get your friend, get your brother, your sister, and just jump in your car, come down, get tickets. It's like going to the movies. You're going to have a night. We're going to meet and greet every night. <laughs> We're going to have merch only at the shows. So please, creepswithkids.com. Uh, what else do I got, uh, buddy? That's it, right? Well, you want to go to Patreon? Uh, oh, I got Kelly? the great one-on-one with Bill Burr that I did with Billy. Yeah. He's so funny, dude. Oh, Billy's the best. Oh, man. Uh, Patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. Go up there right now and get that episode. Uh, you, know? Pr- you know what? Yeah, dude, you got to go get yourself what you do, dude. You know what you got to do? There's, 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 here's the different modes of burr. Shit, I got to go. We're going over, yeah, we're but go. fuck it. Here's the different modes of burr. Angry burr, yeah. right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Not fucking serious. You fucking do that. Yeah. No, fuck you. That's yeah. angry burr, right? Yeah. Then there's fucking heart to heart burr. When he calls, he goes, Hey, Bobby, I got to talk. Hey, it's Burr. Yeah. I gotta, what's up, dude? I just, I'm, I'm going through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's heart to heart Burr, angry Burr. And then, and then there's playful Burr. He's like, ah, oh, look at you fucking uh, yeah. sitting there like the fucking king shit. <laughs> you know? Hey, you doing good. Good yeah. for you, kid. I like it. Yeah. 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 Well, this. I thought you were going to join in on that with me, but uh, no, it's fine. 
Well, I, I never saw that. I actually made it about me because I never had the heart to heart bar. You never called me and go, Bobby, I'm going through a heart. You never time. had him call you and go, no. and go, Hey, uh, no. Bob, it's Burr. Not really. I mean, I guess we do that, but no, <laughs> you, you do it, but not him. Huh? Not him. I've had you do it. I'm so happy to be here with you, buddy. Me too, buddy. And that is the tequila talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll smoosh your tapes. <laughs> If I stay in the house in LA, I'm going to piss in your Motherfucker, I'm telling you, <laughs> you, invite me to your place. You better not take your eyes off me for a second because I'm going to run down like Bruce Wayne at that, fucking, up, at that fucking Lex Luthor party and crack into your fucking private shit and break that cigar. If you, first of all, if, if, if I went into my shed and you're just naked in my chair smoking that cigar, I would fucking howl. I would hit the floor. I'd be pissed. But I would definitely laugh. I wouldn't. I'll tell you what you're going to love when you take me on this fishing trip. Yeah. And we're having the best day. And then halfway through it, I go, Bob, check this out. And you I pull it out of my pocket and I just toss it into the creek. <laughs> <laughs> and it just floats by me. And a fish, a monster trout grabs it. And oh, you wouldn't think that was funny. I'd fucking kill you. I'd fucking murder you. Well, next time you come on, I want to talk to you about uh, this fucking stupid DC shit you're into. DC's great. Yeah. Are you upset that Spider-Man has left the MCU? He went back. Huh? He went back. No, he's not back yet. No, they gave him, they gave him, uh, they've worked out a deal. They worked Marvel out a deal. Marvel fans are, you guys really, I mean, it's just. I don't call us Marvel fans. I call us regular people. Oh, God. You're a DC fan. I right, listen. Now, I, I, I'll take you up on this. I want to come in. I want the entire episode. Yeah. To be you and me, and Keith. Marvel versus DC. Oh, no, just me and you. It can't be you. Okay, if it's you, me, and Keith, then I got to bring a DC person cool. in for me. They, it can't be me exist. versus you two. But they don't exist another DC they do. person. Oh. They do. Oh. And just you. It's right, just me and you. Me and you. Okay. All right? Yeah. And then I want it, I want it to be 90 minutes of Marvel DC oh. argument. Yeah. And then tech talk at the end. Perfect. Yeah. All right? Done. All right. I love you. Joe too. DeRosa. A.K. Joey Roses. Joey the Dangerous Joe. Dangerous, went by on this show. Dangerous Joe, baby. Give it up. Uh, what do you got, sweetie? Um, I'm producing two new podcasts. There's Puddles with Andrew Collin and The Roast Ghost with Eli Sayers. Nice. What do you got? Well, I have a podcast called Yikes, Yikes, Baby with uh, Misha Han and Catherine Henson. And uh, follow Bobby on Instagram at Robert Kelly Live. Follow the podcast at... YKW Dude Podcast and uh, follow me at, at Mike V. Suarez. Gabby at, at Gabby is Brian. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, if you go to squimblert.com, I have sketches. Funny sketches. <laughs> All right, Joey. <laughs> Thanks for doing the, uh, the computer. You did a great job. Thanks. This show was great. This show was a fucking great show. This show made me happy. See you guys next week. You know what, dude? You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.